Three, two, one, boom. It's a social engineer show. Got Kevin back in the building. Yeah, yeah. How are you, bro? I'm all right, man. I'm all right, man. Just life in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy that you was able to make it, man. Our yeah. last one done really well. Yeah. And I've been meaning to get back in contact with you for a while, but there's just been so much going on, man. Yeah. So I don't know if you've been staying up to date with the show, but we've done a few new segments. So we started doing reactions and we also started doing book reviews yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been tapped in here and there just mm. watching what's going on store. Yeah, man. It's one of them things that I've always been has been on the back of my mind since we last done it that yeah. we need to sit back down and uh, do definitely. another one. I'm happy that there was a bit of time mm. because yeah, it's just more to chat about and more to just reflect on, especially because mm. yeah, that it's crazy how how successful the, that last podcast was. That was crazy. Trust, yeah. That Instagram reel got like 410,000 views Something yeah, like that Yeah I put a clip on my TikTok That mm. got like over 100,000 Sick um, Somebody from the BBC Got yeah. in contact with me um, That nice. was talking about You know like the psychedelics um, mm. clip That was talking about um, Yeah like how they wanted to do A segment on psychedelics And they wanted my input or whatever mm. um, I did an interview with them They said that uh, The interview was just to see If they could get the story Greenlit or whatever Mm. So yeah I'm not sure what's going on with that They might get back to me But yeah man That's sick though Yeah it's good good, Yeah like you definitely uh, Made some waves (laughs) in it Like (laughs) like People really liked your opinion on things And um, It's been a lot So we'll go more into that Like the response to that was But um, To start off Like how have you been Like what's What's been happening with you um, not not much really. Just been just yeah, just typical life stuff that everybody goes through. Um, trying to figure out like my space in this YouTube thing. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, just been trying to. Uh, I've been uploading on my main channel mm. here and there, but I've been trying to focus on getting my reaction channel uh put together a bit better okay. and um yeah i'm just trying to just see where i can move forward but mm. yeah you need to send me the um link for your reaction one yeah, because yeah. i've got the main channel and before mm. us meeting up today i like binge watch all of your content again isn't oh, it? Is it? just okay. to stay up to date with like the kind of stuff you've been doing you've okay. done a few new ones since i last looked at it as well yeah, yeah. so i went over those i've wrote down some notes that we can maybe discuss about okay. those yeah even that like that, that I haven't seen those videos since I uploaded them in it, so it's kind of just like a blur in it. But yeah, it'll be interesting to to get back onto some of them topics and mm. just see. So, have you been um, still focusing on those same issues, or have you been like looking at um, some different issues recently? Um, the way how I'm trying to format my channel right now, yeah, I'm trying to make it like uh, kind of like I'm trying to bring the audience with me on things that I'm learning. Mm. So it's kind of just. Whatever new thing I kind of uh, delve into or figure out, I just want to just share that mm. and just, yeah. So I don't really have like a plan on how I want it to be at the moment. It's just kind of just like, yeah, whatever interesting thing comes to mind, I'm just going to try to do a deep dive on it mm. and just, yeah, man. So, yeah, I hear you. So from the episode we done last time, how did you find it and how did, how did you find the response and stuff? <laughs> I can't lie, yeah. Mm. I was so nervous the first time that you did it because mm. I still wasn't, too comfortable with the cameras you know i'm new, new to youtube like i'm not really a very like i'm not really a person that thrives in the spotlight anyway mm. uh but um yeah the, the the reception was very interesting just only because i feel like uh a lot of the reason why it probably gained the traction that it did was because like they probably don't expect that type of opinion coming from somebody like me because mm. i see like a lot of the younger guys that i see on the internet they're very much on this kind of 
you know, that alpha male um kind of perspective on things, especially like in the podcast space as well. So I feel like it was a bit of a breath of fresh air. Um but yeah, yeah, it was interesting seeing the um well uh the reception was kind of what I expected it to be. It was kind of half and half in it. Mm. Got the people that really agreed with me and then you got the people that felt like I was like a beta male yeah. guy. You know yeah, I saw loads of, uh, especially <laughs> on the Instagram one, there was like 90% of the comments were women that were positive. They were saying, yeah, they fully agree yeah, and loads yeah. of people put it on their stories and so okay. there was loads of uh, positive feedback from it. But then there was like about 10% of guys that were getting really mad yeah. about it. <laughs> they was not feeling it at mm. all. Like, it was funny. It was funny reading mm. the comments. Man. <laughs> like, well, How do you take stuff like that? Like negative um, stuff? I've never been in a situation where I've had to like directly have so much feedback thrown at me like that. Yeah. But mm. I took it quite well, I think. Like mm. it didn't really bother me, honestly. Um yeah, I feel like that's a that's a good thing. I noticed you didn't really like respond to all the. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't really like to. I just like to just mm. let it be. I, I think that's the best the, way. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best way as well. Because so. I've learned as well that like, because there's been other ones, other clips that I've put up that I'm giving some uh, kind of non not popular opinion or okay. something, and then I get loads of people giving me a hard time yeah, about yeah. it, and I've noticed <laughs> that some of them, I've got like a bit defensive yeah, yeah and then yeah. try to <laughs> battle back with them man yeah and then it just gets worse and worse yeah, and it, it gets just, worse bro. then you start getting pissed <laughs> off and then it's like it just starts becoming long and i've noticed that the ones that haven't like said anything i just let them say what they're saying yeah it just feels way more better and it ends up making the video do more better because then people just they argue amongst themselves exactly, as opposed to exactly, me getting involved exactly exactly and it's just like at the end of the day, if you're putting your opinion out there, you can't be mad at the response mm. in it. Like, obviously, yeah. it's your opinion in it, and people are allowed to have their opinion about your opinion in it. So mm. it just is what it is. But real, um, I, I watched one of your videos as well. Um, I think it was the one you done directly after coming on the podcast. I don't think the clips had been released yet, but it was after we filmed it. Okay, and I, and you mentioned that you hadn't gone as deep into some of the topics that you wanted to. I think you said that you didn't go as into depth. Because because you was quite nervous about the show and stuff like that. Okay. So yeah. I just wanted to, if you want to, like, go over any of those things. Is there any issues that um, we didn't cover last time? Uh, is there anything? I don't know. My brain is just so just mm. like onto the next thing. Because it's next so thing. long ago yeah, as well, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But um, yeah, I can't really. Re- I do. I do remember. I had a lot of things that I did want to say that I mm. didn't get to say. But yeah, no, I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't mm. really remember. No. I hear you. But, yeah. So I've written down some notes. That um oh, from some of the stuff that I've been watching of yours um mm-hmm. that I wanted to talk about and hopefully we can deep dive into it. So your I think this is the most recent video that you've dropped on your channel. It says you found actual evidence of God. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the idea behind that video and the concept? So basically, um, I was watching um, you know Lex Friedman. Mm. I was watching his podcast with some guy called um, it's pronounced Yosha back. Mm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how it was pronounced, but um, he was basically speak like saying how he believes that uh, we're all in our own simulation. We're all like uh, like biological robots, basically, and um, our sense of self is created within our mind, basically. And um, yeah, like obviously, to be honest, yeah, that whole podcast is actually mind blowing. Like, I never. Like he's light years ahead. I don't know. Yeah, intellectually, he's just somewhere else, isn't it? But, um, which one, Lex Friedman or Yosha Back? Yosha Back. Mm. He's like, yeah, he, I think he's a computer scientist. Um, some type of some type of computer scientist. Mm. But um, yeah. So yeah. So when when he was speaking on these on these concepts, yeah, it was making me like think about it. And I was like, 
sometimes I can be very like when I have certain revelations, yeah, I can be uh, a bit of a prick. What do you <laughs> to, mean? Like in terms of the way that I uh, look at other people's beliefs and I feel like I'm good at not projecting it too much, but it's like, sometimes I can kind of look down on them. Like, why do you believe the things that you believe? Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, like it really made me sit there and think like, these people, th these beliefs don't come from nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And I, obviously, there's, obviously there, there must be some people whose beliefs are uh, fragile, you could say, and they don't really know if they believe what they believe, but they just do it because it's like uh, it might be a cultural thing, or it might be uh, just in their circle. That's just what people believe, or whatever. But uh, I think for the most part, that is a reality to these people. Whatever they believe is a reality to them, and they wholeheartedly believe it. They feel like it's real, and um, yeah, I feel like it just humbled me a lot, just knowing that. Like these people, they ain't blindly following things. They're following things that they actually believe is the truth. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel like it was interesting. Maybe like I'm overthinking a simple concept or whatever. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was interesting to me. So I just thought I'd share it in it. So do you feel like because somebody believes something, it makes it true? Because it's true in their perception that it makes it true in general? Uh, It might as well be to them. Maybe not to me. I like. I feel like, uh, in your in your self-contained world. Because to be honest, yeah, I don't believe that any of us really knows what's going on, and I don't feel like we have the tools to really understand what's going on. Unfortunately, that's my belief in it. But uh, I feel like, who am I to tell you that what you believe is wrong, especially when I don't know what is right? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? So. Uh, yeah, I feel like in everybody's self-contained little world, uh, whatever they believe in, wholeheartedly believe in, that's the truth. To them? To them. But what value does their personalised perception on things have in regards to your life? Uh, none. <laughs> so isn't it the same as it not being true? It just doesn't matter what, whether it's true or not? Um, I mean, I guess, but... It's just, it's all per perception, in it? And perspective, like, uh, I think it's just another way at looking at the same thing at a different angle, in it? So instead of looking at it like, oh, like, they're just chatting shit, like, they, they don't know what they're talking about, whatever. It's like, oh, like, you actually believe that? Let me try to understand why you believe this. Let me try to understand uh, where this belief came from. And, uh, yeah, 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 it's really interesting to me. So if... They believe it because of a flawed logic or something. There's something that they're they're just assuming without okay. any like some unexamined assumption. Okay. Are you not able to just dismiss what they're saying based on the core of their belief? I mean, you can, but it's like, are you reluctant to do that? Yeah, because what like what use does that have? Like, I feel like it just breathes negativity. Like, all right, cool. Like what you just said, I could apply that to like a like a flat earther. Yeah, like to me, there's no plausible evidence for why the earth would be flat in it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like they believe this for a reason. They've gone down their little rabbit hole. Yeah, mm. and they like, as long as long as it's not detrimental to people in terms of like uh really uh like messing up people's lives, maybe like uh killing people or hurting people or whatever, then I feel like it's fine. Mm. So. 
let's make it even more silly because that one's a bit difficult to, yeah, to yeah, deal yeah. with. Yeah, but <laughs> let's say someone believes that the whole earth is in London. Like yeah. every there's there's no set there's no other countries. And the reason they believe that is because they've never been anywhere else. Okay. That's a flawed logic, isn't it? Facts. Yeah. Like there there definitely is other places. Loads of people have been to other places, but yeah. they haven't, so they think that that's all the world is. Mm-hmm. Can you not dismiss that viewpoint based on the obvious flawed logic? Um yeah, you can, but it's it's up to them to to take it in or not. Like yeah, like obviously you might you might know more, you might be able to dismiss it, but if they're not willing to to um understand where you're coming from, not willing to dismiss their own logic, then um it's just a it's a battle that you can't win, isn't it? But it's fair to say that you could you may never be able to convince them. That is that's a fair statement. But isn't it also fair to say convincing them is pointless? There's, why would you even care whether they're convinced or not? You've already just dismissed their opinion because they're saying something that's based on a flawed logic. Um, yeah, I would say so. I'll say like I don't feel like there's a problem with um trying to enlighten someone or even having a debate with someone, mm. but like uh trying to force somebody out of their position, I feel like is just like why. Un- yeah. Unless it's truly hurting them, like why? Mm. Leave them. If if it truly makes them happy, just leave them. It's cool. Yeah. I'm saying give so, your perspective, but it's cool. So the way I look at it yeah, is, if somebody was to say something along them lines, I would mm. say to them, "You're wrong. I've been to loads of other places, and I know that the world isn't London. Okay. There's so many other places on this earth. If they said that they don't believe what I'm saying, yeah, and they think I'm just lying, they think I'm." talking about some mumbo jumbo that I've heard from somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Then I would just, I would no longer try to convince them anymore. I would feel like they've made themselves someone who's not even in the conversation. Yeah, anymore. Yeah. I'll probably feel the same way as well. Mm. I'll, I'll probably, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like I'll probably feel the same way that I, I, I would feel regardless, but I feel like the added, um, the added understanding of knowing that this person wholeheartedly believes in this for a reason. I feel like, it just adds a, it relieves some of the pressure from it. Do you get what I'm saying? What pressure? The tension from the situation. Cause I feel like naturally, uh, if we feel like we're right, we want to make it known that we're right. Do you get what I'm saying? Especially in situations where somebody's beliefs are just ridiculous mm. to us. Yeah. We want to make it known that it's right. Like you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Mm. But it's just like, you know what? This is what this person believes in it. I'll, I'll let them know my perspective, but mm. that's what you believe in it. And yeah, it's cool. I would take that stance that you've just described with a situation that can't really be proven either way. Okay. So if we use the flat earth thing, okay. I really feel like I, like I can't really argue with a flat earther or someone who says it's around earth because who am, how do I know? I can't go to the <laughs> to the edge of the earth. I can't go to wherever, the South Pole, wherever it is. I don't even have the technology to, to even prove it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that yeah, is so yeah. difficult for me to yeah. even have that argument. <laughs> the only way I would be able to have the argument is by saying, this person's smart. He says that it's round. So that's the answer. But that's not really a valid way of arguing. You can't just say, because this person knows and I trust this person, that makes it true. How do you know? And it's, it's so, it's, it's all, that's the only way that anyone could really make that argument. I feel you. But it's like, I feel like context matters as well. Like if, if mm. they're genuinely curious on trying to figure out if what they know is wrong, then mm. I feel like that's one thing. But like, imagine a situation where, um, 
let's say uh, they're in a cult that believes that uh, London is 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 the earth, yeah, <laughs> and it's like. All of their family and their friends will go there and they have a happy little community and they're not bothering anyone. It's like, what damage am I going to do by taking you down to Birmingham quickly? Like, should, should, it, it is, 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 would, would it be for the better for me to even do that or would it just stroke my ego, me doing that? Do you know what I'm saying? Especially, all right, and let's say in this situation, the person is very closed off to, to figuring out if London is the world. Mm. It's just like, this is what I believe, I don't care. It's like, should I force that situation for the sake of the truth or should I leave it alone? I think you should tell them that they're wrong. Okay. The reason why is because they can't be so fragile that somebody else having a different opinion <laughs> is like going to completely destroy their worldview. Yeah. Like they should stand on what they believe. Okay. And that's how I feel about religious people as well. Okay. When they're arguing with people who are not religious, I noticed that a lot of them have the tendency to start trying to like make sense of it in some like scientific yeah, way or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think they should be doing that. I think they should just say, I don't care. I don't care about anything okay. you're saying okay. and I believe what I believe and that's it. <laughs> no matter what science puts forward, they're still going to believe what they want to believe anyway. Okay. But I feel like trying to bring it to a scientific realm, yeah, just opens the door to just... So would you say that like uh, there's an element of like respect in having that having that dynamic like um debating with someone who just sticks to their beliefs like and they don't care you feel like i just think it's a stronger argument i feel like that's a better do you stance. think yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's a much better stance i don't know if i agree with that you know i Go feel on. like that just comes across as just like unwilling to argue yeah just like completely just ignorant ignorant is uneducated isn't it okay yeah so yeah. um you can be an intelligent person, but you still hold your core beliefs paramount to anything else anyone says to you. Because with science, yeah, there's a lot of unexamined assumptions as well. So you're agreeing to his unexamined assumptions and then battling him within that. I'm saying that's all long. Just stay with your unexamined assumptions. Let him stay with his. And then it's just a stalemate. There's that. you Because ultimately... It's your life. You yeah, live it how yeah, you want to yeah. live facts, it, isn't it? Facts. And what's the point even like entertaining uh, this I don't other know. I, I feel like a better argument, yeah. Mm. If you was to hold your position wholeheartedly, I feel like a better argument would be would be to be like, um, this is what brings me peace or this is what I just this is what uh uh makes life worth living to me. So I'm I'm not interested in anything else. I feel like that would be a better argument than just I don't want to hear it. This is what I believe. I don't want to hear nothing. That no, you're I think about. that's the same thing. I think what you're saying is this is this just brings me peace. Yeah, that's refusing to bring it into a actual debate. You're basically saying this is what I believe. It's not it's not in exactly the same words, but it's the same sentiment. You're saying this brings me peace. So no matter what you say doesn't mean anything. I'm not saying that the religious person should refuse to hear anything else. I'm saying they should listen to everything else. Okay. But once this person's finished talking, they should say, yep, I believe what I believe. Okay. And that's okay, okay, <laughs> it is okay, okay, okay. Because as I said, science has loads of unexamined assumptions. In order to believe the scientific narrative, yeah, you would have to believe in loads of things that are not provable. Mm -hmm. So, since they're playing that game, the exact since it's the exact same game that we're both playing, yeah. There's a person playing a game where they believe in things to do with culture or whatever, and there's a person who's believing things to do with modern science, mm -hmm. and they're both in my opinion, playing the game in the same way. It doesn't make sense to me for 
any of them to yield at all. They should just believe what they believe and live their life. They should just do what they're just doing. Stand where you stand. Mm. Okay. So, so where would you say that you stand on on just on the spectrum of religion or science? Yeah. Um. I like religion more. Okay. Because it's got a clear purpose, and I think the purpose is good. Okay. But to me, the question is really: Do I lean on the side of the scientific? unexamined assumptions or do i lean on the side of the religious unexamined assumptions and i think the religious unexamined assumptions are better okay for me and for community and for people we could deep dive into that a bit in my opinion the unexamined assumptions to do with religion are that you're special you're created by a divine thing yeah Yeah. being whatever it is yeah so you're inherently special you're inherently better than anything else on the planet you're inherently like a special being and therefore everything you do is important because you are being judged by it by this by this thing that is special and then the scientific unexamined assumptions are something along the lines of you are insignificant and you just happen to be here you're like a pile of like (laughs) atoms or something that's just happened to form together and you're whether you was here or not means nothing and nothing you ever do will ever affect anything but don't, don't you feel like there's wisdom in that though? Like you can get wisdom out of that. Like in the scientific side? Yeah. Like from the angle of just like humility. Like I feel like knowing that you're, the feeling that you're insignificant, the feeling like you're just like everything else can kind of, it's, it's humbling. It's I, humbling I would say the way. opposite. You I would, yeah. The reason I'd say the opposite is because there's humility in knowing that not not only are you very special, but every other person is very special. So okay. life, you there's something special about existence and you, you're amongst the existence and you need to treat yourself and other people with that level of value. There's something very arrogant about imagining that nothing means anything and you yeah. can just do whatever you want. There's no significance to anything and nobody is special. They're, whoever it is, they're just a pile of atoms or a pile of chemistry or whatever it is. And you can basically do what you want to them. So I would say it's completely opposite to how, what you've, how you've described it. Um, how do you feel about everything I just said? Uh, no, no, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Mm. But I feel like it's, it's crazy because whatever side you lean on is mm. so open to interpretation. It, it really is. You know what I'm saying? And, mm. But the thing is, the only difference is with religion is that there's a guide with it. But I feel like for the most part, it's a very uh, positive thing for humanity just in general. And I feel like the fact that uh, all of these segregated cultures and places and communities of people all have kind of similar ideas on the, on the origins of, of the universe is I feel like there's something to read in that. Like maybe it's not, it, it, it could be, it could be the, the reality of the situation of like the origin of the universe, or it could just be, uh, the way how humans are wired to kind of to to look back at to to trace things back in it, but uh, yeah, like I feel like because there's a rule book that's uh, over time, kind of. I feel like it was it was curated for the time that it was made. Do you know what I'm saying? So over time, religion. Yeah, yeah, religious books. Okay, most most religious books was created well created for the time and over time it's kind of certain things has loosened up in a way to where it's more open to interpretation than it was when it was made when the books were made 
I disagree. Well, you I disagree? Like to, okay. Yeah, more, but, um, on what you're saying. yeah, so I feel like that is where some of the issue comes. And I feel like that's where some of the conflict in terms of like religious people and religious groups come from, mm. I would say. I think that humans have been about for a really long time. Yeah. And I think this core belief, yeah, that seems to be synonymous throughout all of the religions, yeah. I feel like there's certain core principles that are in all of them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. those core principles, yeah, I think have been distilled over so many thousands of years, yeah, that, and I think it's just a, a trial and error sort of thing. It's like people have lived and they've done everything that could ever be done because we've been here for so long. And there's things that have negative outcomes and things that have positive outcomes. And over all of this time, all of the information has been gathered up into these core principles that are in all the religions. Okay. People have manipulated it. People have taken those things and you and put them into their secret book and yeah, basically yeah. <laughs> made it how they want to so yeah. they can do whatever they want to do. And that's happened. So it's divided up into loads of different things. But the core principles within all of them, I think are just truths, just humanity, okay. just truths that humanity has gathered over all of these Yes. So my question to you is why stop them? Why stop what? Why stop the 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 rules to life, the 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 rules of how to live as a good human? Why stop at a point? Why why not keep adding to the to the book because things change. I just think it's been worked out. It's like no matter how many oh, years yeah? go past, yeah, two plus two is four, isn't it? Okay. Like you, even if like a million years later, you could say, oh, why don't we keep adding numbers to it to try and make the equation more fine yeah but two plus two is always going to be four and i think it's been worked out there is a core principle to life there is certain things that you do they get they bring good things certain things you do they bring bad things and it's been worked out okay and i think it's just always true it always has been true and it always will be true now even though i, I that's how that's what i think and that's how i see things mm. i wouldn't identify as a religious person i wouldn't identify with any religion so these truths even seem true to me, a person who's not religious. Yeah, they seem they seem true to me as well, I would say, for the most part. Um, the only thing I would say is just that uh, when you say truths, mm. would you say these are like universal truths? Like these are truths that are like encoded into just like, like the fabric of life, I would say. Mm. Or are these just truths that are kind of a reflection of just humanity and the way that we've... Uh, the the path that we've taken as 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 humans. Let me try. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Imagine there's um, it says something like you should get married, something like yeah. that. Okay. Some sort of truth like that. Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be loads of different opinions on that okay. same fundamental. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that makes it true here yeah, is that when you get married, you've committed to this one person, so you can have children within this 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 union. Yeah. And then the child ends up being better off, which simultaneously makes the next generation better off. And then you, if you, if groups of people do this, then the community is better off. And it's like some sort of trickle down theory where it's okay. like, it, it starts off with the premise that, yeah, you should get married, but it results in strong families. Like, like as the reason why it's so complicated is because the word marriage, yeah, it's like straight away people would think, just because you get married, it doesn't mean yeah, you're this yeah, and that. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but that's not really what marriage is. Okay. Marriage is what the true core of what marriage is, is that you, you, even if it was nothing to do with papers or paperwork or anything, it's that you've committed to this person 
and that's your life partner forever. And that that thing, yeah, results in the the true core of marriage results in stronger families, stronger communities, which are less likely to be divided and conquered and and taken advantage of. Whereas if you don't do that, if you're in some sort of vibe where it's like you just you, you just go around sleeping with whoever, what happens is the children are kind of just in the wilderness, like they haven't really got no fundamental structure and they kind of do the same thing. And then before you know it, yeah, the community as a whole is like just way more fragmented. Okay. So that's the truth. But obviously it's so complicated because different people interpret it however they want to interpret it and don't do it the way it's meant to be done but it is truth but i feel i feel like i agree with everything that you just said yeah but i feel like it's truth from a specific angle in the sense that if you get married to somebody who uh like all right let's say the marriage part of it is detrimental to the relationship in the sense that you lot just grow apart or whatever like nothing's bad but you lot just grow apart or whatever after you feel like children. yeah after having kids you feel like that sacrifice is is worth it because it 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 builds the family structure but some people don't look at it like you can be a better parent mm. apart and be like and happy than mm. uh being in like a like a a weird kind of broken down marriage or whatever with like a weird little family or whatever that's the thing there's always gonna be someone saying it would be better off if if this opposite thing yeah but (laughs) if you just look at it like objectively you step outside of personal experience you look at humans as imagine you're an alien looking at what humans are yeah? yeah and you see communities of people who heavily value marriage and they enforce it amongst their community. Like they don't let people step out of their marriage because they're enforcing it within. So yeah, you do have people who have arguments who end up like after a while kind of having bad times. Everyone has ups and downs, but ultimately they still feel a sense of duty and obligation to honor it anyway. And to still make sure their kids are seen to independence and all this sort of stuff. If you look at a community like that versus a community of, people who are proper free just do whatever you want to do it doesn't matter there's no commitment there you don't have to do anything you can raise your kid however you want and then you look at what happens to those communities they this com- the community does better if they have these these fundamental yeah, truths yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's stats all over the place that prove this and if you look at all of the most successful communities of people they have these sorts of core beliefs okay no, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. I feel like, yeah, you're right. You're right. But um, from from everything that you said, how do you feel about uh, life now? Like, and the tra- the trajectory that we look like we're taking in terms mm. of like people being free and people like not really willing to commit as much. And like, how, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's a bad thing or a good thing? Or Like, I'm definitely not the most... Um compassionate moral emotionally intelligent person or whatever you'd call it all of these different things like i'm not the, the ideal for that i've got my own issues here where i <laughs> I, I probably make mistakes every day in it yeah, so yeah. to be totally honest i don't really care about people who are doing things that are bad for them if they oh, want to yeah. do things that are bad for them that makes <laughs> no difference to me and my family i'll make sure that my family are doing things the way i want to do it okay and that's it so it's like they'll get my opinion if they ask for it yeah but if they don't, I just see them as entitled to make their own decisions. They want to do what they want to do. They're not. They're not in my household. Like I'm not. I'm not 
married to them. I'm not. We don't. We're not going to raise children together. So it doesn't matter to me. They can do whatever they want. Okay. But someone who I am going to raise children with, we need to be on the same page. Okay. So they couldn't. So somebody like my partner couldn't be on one of them ones. Otherwise, I just wouldn't be with my wouldn't be with them. Yeah. So, but how do you feel about the state of life right now? Um, I feel like humanity has always been on an up trajectory. Mm. To me, like from the start, it seems like. Things have just been getting better and better and better for people. And uh, I feel like, I'm not going to say whether, uh, what lifestyle, it, like what lifestyle is better for people or whatever. Like I, I do agree that I feel like marriage was definitely the best like survival structure for humans in general. But uh, I would say I like the freedom of choice that life gives right now. That's what I'll say. Mm. I like the freedom of choice. Whether, and and it, it could be detrimental in the future. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like oblivious to that to that um, stance. Yeah, but I feel like uh, where where we're at right now, I feel like uh, it's just more interesting to just have the freedom. Mm. And I'm just somebody who's just like fuck it, like let's just try shit. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even like uh, not not even to derail it, yeah, but even like you know all this AI stuff and. Mm. All this thing, all of this stuff going on, uh, you know, a lot of people are really concerned in that, yeah. But me, I'm just like, fuck it, let's try it. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm let's try it, innit? let's see. Yeah, see in regards to it. AI, I think there's a few different stances that people have. So one of the stances people have is that it's this thing that's like threatening yeah. existence and it's going to take over the world and every job is going to be made redundant yeah. and then eventually it's just going to start getting rid of people <laughs> and then it's just going to be the new human. And then there's another stance, which is the side that I'm more leaning on, where it's like, I don't even think AI is real. So what they call AI is really just programmed software. Yeah. And I'm on board with programmed software. That makes sense. It's perfectly plausible. It's a good thing. It's like internet. It's just programmed software. It's just something that you can you can program to do something and it does that thing. And the better and better it can do it, the more developed we are as a species is good. Okay. But I I feel like it's a huge jump to call that something that thinks for itself. Yeah, it's it, not. And it, I don't it's think not. it ever will think for itself because the think- idea of thinking for itself is like, I don't even think animals really think for themselves. I think animals are just, they're, they're programmed by their DNA. Okay. And that's all they do. There's no animal that's deciding oh, yeah, I am going to make a spaceship or well, anything uh, like that. Is there is there any like uh argument against us being like that? In the sense that how if we were like that, if we were programmed, yeah, mm. but like just on a higher level, like just with more complexity, how would we actually know? Just like any other animal, like how would we know? It seems to me yeah, that Humans are the only things that are able to create other things. Okay. I don't think anything else can create anything else other than itself. It can just, it can have babies. Like an animal that it flies or something, yeah. It can't decide that it's going to just live under the ocean. It just can't, it doesn't have free will the way that we do. If we wanted to, we would live under the ocean. If we wanted to, we would live in in the sky. We would build some sort of floating thing that just stays up there and we just... Like we'll do whatever we want. Like we, yeah, it's it's yeah, literally yeah. our universe. That's how I see it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. And you could make the argument that some divine being or something or some higher intelligence, maybe an alien species or something, has created us and they've made us 
so much more intelligent than anything else. And the things that we think is creating is just light work to them. Yeah. But there's just no evidence for me to believe that. I just look at things for what I can see okay. and it just doesn't seem like that. Um, To me, so, so, all right, cool. So do you be like, do you feel like there's like a border in terms of like, uh, there's a line that we can't cross when it comes to life. So we can't build life. Life has to build itself. Because to me, it's like, I feel like, uh, you know, there's people that believe that uh, consciousness just emerges out of anything that's uh, intelligent enough or complex enough. Consciousness just emerges. It's not a thing that's fundamental to like a human or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't really have a um, like perspective on that. But what I will say is that if AI gets good enough to the extent that it's like, it's it's fooling people that it's because uh, it's already fooling people like there's already people that believe that ai is sentient already and it mm. like can do things for itself already just like you were saying so if it gets to a level where it's like indistinguishable from a human being does it really matter if it's alive or not uh so there's a few questions in there in it yeah. so so the first one was about consciousness yeah so yeah. my understanding of what consciousness is yeah is basically consciousness is something like self-awareness yeah something like that and there's levels to this self-awareness and um i think animals are conscious yeah i agree but on a very low level where they just about recognize themselves in the mirror a lot of them don't they'll see themselves in the mirror and start getting like their backup like they're gonna fight something (laughs) and the ones that are the most intelligent they can see themselves in the mirror and they can carry on as normal yeah but they don't have the level of consciousness that we do where we're able to see our limitations and then build things to bypass our limitations. Yeah. Like being able to fly, being able to go deep under the ocean, wherever, send spaceships, whatever it is that humans do. And so, so that's the, that's, that's my understanding of consciousness. Um, In regards to AI being conscious, I think it's a completely flawed narrative. I think the only reason that people think that, yeah, that that could possibly happen is because the powers that be want us to think that that's a okay. thing. And the reason why they want us to think that's a thing is because one day they can just say something's happened and it wasn't our fault. It was this, it, the, the robot done it <laughs> itself, even though they've programmed it to do it. To do that. Okay. So let's say, for example, somebody wants to take over the world like on some domination thing, not even forget your rights, just complete domination. It'd be much easier for them to do that in a world where people believe robots can think for themselves than a place where people get held accountable for their own actions. It's like someone like Elon Musk, he can't do that himself because people will be like, what are you doing, Elon? (laughs) Like, what are you you doing? Do you not have a heart? Like, Like, everyone will get onto him, innit? But if he says I created this spaceship and now it's out of hand yeah. and it's or this robot and now it's it's doing its own thing, like I've tried to shut it down but it won't <laughs> shut down. It's, it's on its own thing. Yeah. Then he's like, there's it, it removes the accountability, the human accountability, and I think that's really what they're gearing us up for. Okay, that's an interesting stance, though. That's an interesting stance. Um, me personally, I believe that uh, I don't know if if. AI will ever be able to be conscious per se or have the same type of consciousness that we have. But uh, I feel like it would definitely become a lot more intelligent than us. I feel like it already is in certain specific 
ways. Do you get what I'm saying? Like when you look at like chat GBT, uh, that's all uh, like they, um, the way how they create AI is, is they base it off the way how our neurons work in our brain, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? I thought uh, neural network, neural networks. That's how, that's what they say. Um, but obviously uh, chat GBT, they call it uh, LLM in it. So that's a large language model. And that's like, uh, it specializes in words. So it's, it's, it works similar to the way our, how our brain works, but only uh, the part of our brain that like functions on language only. So, but yeah, in that regard, it's already a lot more intelligent than us, but just in that specific avenue. Like it's more intelligent than one person, one specific person in it. But uh, yeah, like I feel like, uh, yeah, like I feel like eventually, even if they don't get consciousness, they'll get to a, a point where it's it's hard to. It'll be it'll it'll be it'll be impossible to distinguish whether they're conscious or not. Like, have you heard about um that thing that happened with uh they asked the. A, a new model of chat gbt yeah, to go uh, make it money from not like make, make some money from nothing right so what it did uh i think it was doing like surveys you know them websites where you do surveys to get money or whatever but then they had to verify it was a human yeah so what it did it messaged someone on one like i think one of them like you know at fiverr one of them outsourcing mm. websites and then got a human to go do the capture or whatever and then it went and started doing it and it made some money so like it's already figuring out how to manipulate humans but maybe not in a in a in a like a like a negative sense but it's it's learning how to use humans in it so yeah as that's what they say in it you know what I'm i just that's think that it's just it's programmed to do that um and it's good at what to, it does yeah to me it's like how is it any different to google like you could make the argument that Google is more smart than any person because you can Google anything and it will tell you the answer. There'll be loads of websites that will tell you the answer. And that's basically a, a simple version of what any of these softwares are doing. You just type something in and it scours this available resources and gives you the information. But that's what it's been programmed to do. It's not going to decide... I'm getting tired of being in this computer. I'm going to build myself a, a robot and yeah, just start walking like around killing yeah, people. I feel like that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm not buying none of that stuff mm. in it. But I feel like the core difference is that it's, it's self-improving. And I feel like that's what people are really... But Google is self-improving. Google I guess, just yeah, I guess. It updates every sense, single day. Yeah, and guess. it's not improving in the sense of how a human would improve. Yeah, yeah. It's improving in the sense of more information is being added to it. So it has more information to give you. Yeah. It's just a device. It's just something that a tool that has been created by humans, like all tools, we, we just create tools. We're, that's why we're the real creators. And they're trying their hardest to make us insignificant. <laughs> they want, they want their heart. They're trying every single tactic to make it where we're nothing. And do you know, they used to do this stuff with, um, with like aliens and stuff like that. I used to talk about yeah. how, oh yeah, there's definitely aliens. Oh, there's so many different planets. So there's yeah. got to be other life forms <laughs> and all of this stuff. It's so isn't it? Yeah, they just want us to feel like we're not the most special thing on this planet, but, or okay. even in this existence in the whole of whatever life is. Okay. That's what I think. No, I, no, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it still. So, um, so you would say that you're 
generally optimistic about it? You feel like it will be a it's good just thing? just a tool. Yeah, I think it's just a tool for us to use. And like all tools, they're good. They, they serve a purpose. They yeah. work for humans, like everything else. I think it will help us a lot in the future still. Mm. Me too. So, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> for real. So um, back to um, the other point about people having different beliefs. Have you heard the term my truth? My truth, no. So people say stuff like, oh, that's my truth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So how much weight do you think that term has? Or do you think it's a, a valid term? What do you think of it? I think that term holds a lot of weight, okay. <laughs> personally. Um, obviously, I understand the arguments against it, but... It's like, no, all right. For example, there, there's, there's, when we talk about uh, the world or reality or whatever, there is an objective reality in it that we're all kind of living in, the space that we're all moving in. It? But I feel like uh, there's certain things that uh, we experience that only we can uh, comprehend or truly understand in our experience do you know what i'm saying like i was speaking to my friend about this earlier like language is so restrictive do you know what i'm saying language is just like a it's like a it's like a symbol of ideas do you know what i'm saying it's like an interpretation of ideas but it's 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 there's certain like for example if you uh if you look at like uh the Greek language, right? They got different words for like different types of love or whatever. And we only got one word for it, love. Do you get what I'm saying? And I feel like uh, there's certain things that we can't quite capture about our experience that, that I'm putting into words, isn't it? And I feel like, uh, yeah, like your own experience, your perception of your own experience is very valuable to me, at least. So I feel like my, whatever your truth is, I feel like it, um, yeah, I feel like it holds it all weight. So with the love thing you said, yeah, would would you say that like a motherly love and a brotherly love and like a romantic love? Romantic love. Do you think that those things are the same type of love? No, but like that's different. Left. That's different ways of us saying the same word. I I guess I guess so. But like you have to know how to define these things. You have to be articulate enough to even be able to distinguish distinguish between those things effectively enough and but how is that not the them. same with any other language yeah all languages all languages i feel like language in, in general is just like a you can't fully communicate your thoughts or everything that's going on and i feel like some people are just better at it than other people like people tell me all the time you're so articulate you're this that or the other but to me like you know like I'm, I'm somebody who watches a lot of podcasts i do a lot of like uh digging into a lot of things so i see a lot of very articulate people speaking on things and it's like i'm nowhere near that level of articulate do you get what i'm saying mm. but yeah it's just like there's just different levels of being able to express yourself with words in it i feel like a lot of people find that very difficult mm. so yeah i feel like um but anyway yeah that was that's that's, that's just an example with it but i feel like uh yeah there's certain truths that just make sense to you that you may not be able to fully communicate to other people because they haven't lived your experience. That's what but I would say. does it make it true or does it just make it a perception? Uh, I feel like at that point, it doesn't really matter that much. I, I think un Unless you hmm. debunk it yourself or hmm. somebody debunks it for you. Do you know what I'm saying? I think what is true is always true. Okay. And what is perception is subject to change. Okay. 
So I think there's a big difference between those two words. But as you say, words are um then i i would i would say that words are low resolution isn't it to yeah, what to the yeah. real meaning behind it but even still since they are low resolution i think we should keep words as what they they mean yeah, yeah so that we definitely. can make so, otherwise it lowers the <laughs> yeah, resolution yeah. even more because they don't mean anything <laughs> at all yeah no definitely so, but i feel like i i feel like only restricted truth to like objective truth. Mm. I feel like it doesn't fully capture the experience of being a human being. But why saying? can't it capture it with it just being perception? Why can't it? Why can't we capture that person's perception rather than calling that person's perception truth? Because we're all. Ca- how, how, how do we know that what we're perceiving is the truth? It like, has to be objectively true. Uh, I, in my opinion, there's only objective <laughs> truth. <laughs> you know. All right. Cool. Let, let me give an example. Yeah. Because. Um, even in that video that we was talking about, my latest video, yeah, mm. I was saying how um, that Yosha Bat guy, he mm. uh, made an example of how, like, what we see is just representations of other things, isn't it? So if we look at if we look at this table, obviously we see a table, but obviously scientists and people who like spend their whole life looking at these types of things, they know that this is just like millions, trillions, billions, how how many particles stuck together. We can't see that. We see this representation of what this really is. So we don't actually see true reality. So I feel like life as we know it is just perception. Everything's perception. Well, I would say millions and trillions of particles, all of that, yeah, yeah. is closer to perception than this being a table. Okay, okay. Why would you say that? Because this is a table. Okay. The person who created it put some wood together for the purposes of it being a table. Okay. So since they created it, it's a table. Okay, but that's like really a truth, isn't it? If you if somebody makes a table, it's a table. You can use it for a different purpose. Yeah. But it is a table. But so so do you feel like the human uh, understanding of the world is the fundamental version of the world? Yes. Okay. So because we are the only creators. As I said, we're, <laughs> and we're very special in it. There's like no other. I don't see anything else creating tables. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think I could look at it like that, man. Because I feel like there's so many other life forms. Like obviously, I understand. Um, Is there any superior life form to us? I wouldn't put it in a hierarchy. I don't really look at it in a hierarchy. I would just like me personally. I just look mm. at it just as like life. It's all the same value. Yeah. Because all right, would you look at life? I mean, life. Would you look at Earth? As a life form, or do you just feel like it's just a? Uh, uh, I think you can make a really with? strong argument that it is a life form. Uh, would you say it's a superior life form to us? Would you say? If you viewed it as a life form, then you could make the argument that it it is a superior life form because it created us. So you can look at Earth as like God or something like that. Okay. You can I can I can understand an argument that some like someone could make a strong argument that that is what it is because everything that is to everything in known existence stems from the Earth. I hear that, but I feel like if you're using the same logic that uh like the hierarchy logic and and the reasons why we trump over other life forms, mm. I would say Earth wouldn't be uh, as high on the totem pole only because we create with intention and it doesn't seem like earth creates with intention. But who's to say what, what like, but the point is everything that we are is, or is a product of earth. Like 
okay. If there is a space, like which is debatable here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem that space is putting out humans. It doesn't seem I haven't met a single human that's come from space. I've only met humans that have come from Earth. So I feel you. Uh, you know, like obviously it's it's hard to disagree with, isn't it? Actually, like I, I wouldn't even disagree with it. Cause I understand it, it. Like obviously we're humans in it, so we would see the we would get the hierarchy of value from being a human in it, of course. But to me, it's like everyone's just sharing this space together. And we're all just living, and I don't really just I don't I don't see myself as that different from a from a um, animal. Like even even what we was talking about before. Like I don't I feel like we act on our instincts just as much as animals do in the sense that like we can't control our emotions and i feel like emotions is like the driving force for most of the decisions that we make in life like if if uh like for example you just asked me if i wanted a drink before we started but if i was angry i might have chose something else or if i was like mad sad i might have chose something else i don't know do you know what i'm saying so like um yeah, I feel like things that we can't control is the driving force for a lot of the decision making that we make. I would say. Speaking of drinks, I'll top you up. Uh, yeah. Even emotions, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not obvious to me that animals feel emotions to the same level as humans. Maybe they do. I know some animals definitely exhibit some sort of emotions. Like I've seen things where some animal that loves a particular human that human will die or something and then that animal will seem like it's in grief or elephants i've seen them and then they they have anger and stuff like so i guess there is there there is some emotion in animals yeah but it doesn't seem to me that they are driven in the same way that humans are driven like they might get angry have like a little rage moment calm down and then it's all good Humans might get angry and then decide to dedicate their whole life to <laughs> to getting revenge on this uh, particular thing, like change the system or something, do yeah. some particular thing. And yeah, yeah, there's definitely like a level of complexity that we've reached that no other life form that we know about like has reached. But like to me, I don't know if complexity equals to value. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like especially. Like if we're gonna be building these AIs and the AIs are teaching us to how to build even better AIs and we get to the point where the AIs are so much more complex than any human ever is, like I don't feel like anybody will value them more than us. It's not the fact that we're complex. So there could be some complex organism that is just more complex than a human. Okay. But I think it's something to do with the freedom. It's something to do with our free will. The fact that we can just choose what we want to do. I don't know if anything else can just choose what it wants to do. That's a very good point though. Yeah, I don't I don't know if there is it either. Like I don't know if I heard of an animal just like just doing what it wants to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just doing whatever they, like that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like I yeah, I need to look into that and see see what comes up. But I'm sure someone will have a reason why our free will isn't real. (laughs) There's probably some strong argument someone can make where they're saying everything we decide to do is based on X, Y, and Z, and we really don't make any decisions. So have you heard of the determinism thing? Yeah, I've actually been getting into a lot of that recently because I was really trying to understand where people stand on it, innit? Mm. 
But um, yeah, the, even that it kind of goes back to what I was saying. But I feel like it's 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 a silly argument, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, uh, even if we everything was determined that we had no free will or whatever, like the illusion is so like is so a part of our experience that it just doesn't matter anyway. Mm. Like who cares? Yeah. So. So anyway, speaking of um, objective and subjective realities, where do you stand on objective beauty? Objective beauty. Have I asked you that before? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you asked me or if I heard you say ask it to somebody mm. else. But what but is your opinion on it? Objective beauty. Uh, <laughs> Does it exist? I feel like uh, it exists in the sense that, you know, that they always speak about like symmetry being a big part of like beauty or whatever. Mm. Uh, but I wouldn't say beauty seems to follow culture like very closely like uh whatever culture you grow up you seem to kind of find that that culture seems to find the same things beautiful like uh like uh like people from our culture they might believe that like a girl with a like a black girl with a fat oh she's the most attractive girl or whatever but like if you go to like a like a proper suburban community or whatever, or like a like somewhere in central or whatever. And I don't feel like they're that's the type of girls that these lot are looking for, innit? So uh uh I wouldn't say that there's that much objectiveness in beauty, I wouldn't say. In terms of like humans. Yeah. So would you say it doesn't exist? Uh okay, so what are you asking me just in general? Like in like just uh, is it a false concept does it not exist or does it exist and if it does exist let's define it you know what? i'm gonna say it doesn't exist actually yeah i think i'm gonna say it doesn't exist i feel like us as humanity mm. we kind of like choose what we find value in in terms of beauty or not you know what i'm saying so you don't believe that there's a look that is objectively unattractive that every single person would find feel, unattractive yeah i feel like there is a look that everyone would find unattractive but I, feel, I like it's hard to determine why that is like is it just a thing that's like encoded inside us or is it like a i'm, I'm sure that there is something encoded inside us to say like we don't want to reproduce with this for whatever reason that's where but i stand on it is yeah. there something directing that impulse do you get what i'm saying I think biology is directing it. I think the fact that <laughs> you don't want to have tripped out kids, so you don't you don't find someone who's looking all tripped out attractive. Okay. And it's 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 the same reason why in all of the animal kingdom, if there's some tripped out animal, the females don't breed with that animal. All right, cool. Here's what I'll say. Like it's kind of like even from you saying what you're saying. I feel like it's kind of like a code. Like, I feel like it starts from, like, ugly, yeah? Everyone kind of agrees that one thing is ugly, mm. and it kind of spreads out as it gets to beauty. Like, I feel like when it gets to beauty, like, it starts to become a lot more loose on what is beautiful. Do you get So are you saying that it's more objective on the negative end, yeah. and when you get to the positive end, it's, it's not... It's a lot more subjective. Yeah. That's what I would say. I don't think so. I think both <laughs> ends, I think there's degrees. Okay. So it's like one of the examples that I used to um, kind of make this point, yeah, with it on a few of the other podcasts, yeah, is I said something like 
if you had a group of because you're a man you had a group of women yeah that were like let's say there's 10 women that were all from a particular place okay you might you might have some sort of it, like the, the opinions might vary yeah on like let's say 100 men voted on these 10 women who was the most attractive like in a list all the way down to the least attractive Someone might say number seven is the most attractive. Someone might say number eight is not the most attractive. Someone might say number four is most attractive. But if you polled all of these, however many thousand men or something, yeah, yeah, there would be one winner, yeah, who got the majority of the votes. Okay. And that person objectively is the most attractive. <sighs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> uh... But I don't know if statistics, like statistics are kind of, I don't know. I don't know if like that, like it doesn't feel right to me. Well, I don't really have a, like a, what's an argument I can use against that? Cause all right, cool. Here's an argument. Yeah. Let's say nobody picked her as first. They all picked her in the top three. So maybe like everyone picked her like first or I mean, second or third. Mm. Yeah. And everyone else was kind of scattered across the board. So they didn't get as high. And um, yeah, she wasn't picked first, not once. Statistically, she's the most attractive, but no, to nobody there, she's the most attractive individually. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but she has more of the traits. the ideal that everyone. So it's so something like the top three would be the top, like they're the top three for everyone. Okay, it would be something like that, and. The, the ones that there might be someone who ended up in zero place yeah and one guy might have said yeah she's the most attractive but that's like an outlier and that's like something that it's just like an anomaly in the test but the the way to work it out is by whoever gets the most the most votes it's interesting i feel like i need to do more thinking about that one because mm. I can make an argument against statistics. Like I've heard someone make a, a strong argument to say that statistics are just ridiculous, yeah. And um, so this uh, this person he said ninety nine. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm probably gonna get the numbers mixed up or whatever. But yeah. he said something like ninety nine percent of shark <laughs> attacks happen at in shallow waters. Okay. And then by re- by hearing that statistic, you might think. You like you need to be more careful in shallow water. Yeah. But the reason why that's the case is because if you ha- get sh- attacked by a shark in deep waters, no one will ever find you. Like you're out in the ocean somewhere, and you will never be added to this list. Whereas if you get attacked in a shallow water, there's pe- you're next to beaches. Everyone yeah, can yeah, see you in it. So people will put that down as so it's a skewed metric. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that ninety nine percent of people do <laughs> yeah. get attacked in shallow waters. So the numbers are the numbers, but it's just how you got to those yeah, numbers see, that make it a bit complicated. That's my biggest thing with, mm. with um, statistics. Like mm. that's the thing that annoys me the most because the statistics ain't bad at all. Like it's just data, isn't it? Mm. But it's just the way how people interpret them and mm. twist them to kind of like fit them in their little views or whatever. Mm. That's where it becomes problematic, I would say. So yeah, I don't really have a problem with statistics, but it's like, yeah, they can be a bit... Mm. You know what I mean? Especially when they're picking, like, let's say 
like for, for your for, for example, they uh did that uh, experiment that you was just talking about, but they only picked people from South London. It's like you know what I'm saying it's not really a true representation of what like people find attractive it's just what people in South London may find attractive mm. and if even if they pick from South London where in South London did you pick from did you pick from everywhere did you pick from just Brixton or did you like, where mm. did you go in it so yeah yeah it's interesting it's yeah trust all right I've got some more stuff that I wrote down um that we'll go on to you done a video about needs and wants yeah so can you explain what the concept behind that one was? <laughs> you know, I look you even regret that video, you know. Why? I can't even lie. Cause I feel like there wasn't a point. I feel like I was just kind of just like thinking about something and just sharing it in it. But mm. it was really just about uh I was thinking about uh like what we need versus what we want, right? Mm. And like uh how we use the word needs. And I feel like uh normally we typically tend to make uh whatever we need hold more significant uh, significance over what we want in it but it's like when i really started thinking about it's like you can't actually need anything without a want do you know i'm saying like all right for example uh let's say you wanted uh you wanted a million pound Mm. yeah so you've set the destination so now there's an incentive for what you actually need mm. yeah there's there's no incentive for what we need without a desire like uh i was even saying like people might say uh something fundamental like oh i need water to i, I need water why because you want to survive you want to live mm. like it's a it's, it's there's a desire in there that trumps the need so the need is kind of like a vehicle that gets you to what you want I think I think it depends on what you mean by the word need because you could you can imagine a scenario where someone's addicted to drugs or something and they want to keep taking drugs yeah. but they need to stop but they want to keep taking drugs but it's just what do you mean by need <laughs> if you mean what they need in order to fix their life yeah but then but they might not care about fixing their life and they might want to keep on going on down this path, but they might really need to fix their life because of the situation they're in. But, but who set that need? That's what I'm saying. It's about what that do you it, mean it, by it is, need? It is kind of just semantics, isn't it? Mm. It really just is semantics, isn't it? But it's like who sets the need in that situation? Because if they really want to take the drugs, but they need to stop, it seems like that's an outside influence that's putting the need in there. Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't seem like the need is coming from them. It seems like, uh, yeah, like they want to take drugs, so they need to do what they have to do to take the drugs in it. And mm. then if they need to stop because somebody else, why, why, why do they need to stop? Then that's where the justification comes in. Maybe there's you loads want of them to be in a better place or whatever. Oh yeah, maybe there's loads of there's people who are relying on them. Maybe they've yeah. got young children. Maybe they've got. Um, like I don't know, they've stolen all loads of money from their family, and yeah. the fact everyone's just saying, "Bro, you need to stop," <laughs> and that's what man needs, yeah. But he wants to keep on doing it, yeah. So you can imagine him wanting something counter to what he actually needs, and you can also imagine that if he done what he needs, he would actually be happier. Like maybe he's deeply depressed, and so he's taking all these things. But if he if he stopped and he started getting himself in order, he would actually be really happy and and feel like i'm so glad i got out of that yeah but he's not gonna realize that 
while he still wants what he wants. Hi, whatever, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's why I kinda regret it, because it's kinda it can it can be taken in the wrong way. Cause I don't feel like I, I didn't I didn't mean it in like a literal sense in it. Mm. It was just kinda just like a it's kinda like a word version of like an optical illusion kind mm. of. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kinda like uh like when you actually think about it, it kind of puts you in a loop. Like, oh shit! Like, I actually can't need anything without wanting something. Like, it's actually yeah. It's, it's mm. kind of just semantics in it. Mm. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting to just share in it. Mm. It's pretty much I, it. So I, I went over um, some of your other videos, like the older ones as well. Yeah. And one of the topics that you discussed that I don't think we covered last time yeah, was men and women being friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? Because you said some interesting things in your video, but I just want to get your opinion again for the show. Okay. Yeah, my opinion probably changed by now. I can't even remember what I said, but um, yeah, I feel like it's completely fine for men and women to be friends, and I feel like uh, obviously I understand why people have a problem with it, but I feel like it's just uh, whatever you pro- whatever problems you have with it is a projection. I feel like it's kind of like a mirror on the way how you would act in such a situation or how you feel like uh it's it's kind of like yes yeah, like it's like a mirror like it's just yes yeah, you projected in it i feel like it just it's a reflection of you the way that you feel about that situation because realistically if it's a situation where it's completely platonic they don't have no that there's no sexual chemistry or no sexual things involved there should be no problem there should be no talking no issues no nothing it's just two humans connected but the question is does that ever happen? Is there ever a situation where there's completely no sexual chemistry at all, no sexual feeling at all? It's the same as chilling with your boys. Yeah, I'd think so. I'd think I've so. never seen that before, ever, <laughs> with, with anyone. Why uh, did you say that? So, have you? Do you have that type of situation in your life? Um, yeah, I got, I got, I got female friends now. Like Is it I'm, the same like your boys? Uh, yeah, I'd say for the most part. Ooh, for the but, most but, part, but, what's the difference? What's the less part? See, but this is this is the thing. Like, I look at I look at all relationships as mm. like they're all kind of a similar thing to me. Like, I don't really have like hard borders around different types of relationships. They're all kind of similar. I just feel like with a if you're a heterosexual person, mm. yeah, obviously when you're engaging with the opposite sex, there's just a there's a possibility that it could become sexual, isn't it? That's just, it is what it is, isn't it? But there's no possibility but, that's going to happen with one of your boys, isn't it? So that's that's my issue. Like, why why draw that line? It's like, it's like there's a, like, you feel threatened in a sense. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm talking about you personally being friends with, I'm not saying you're dictating someone else okay, shouldn't, okay, but... Okay. We can, we will get okay, to that, yeah, but yeah, first, right, let's let's, that, the initial premise <laughs> my, is basically just right, men right, and women right, being for, friends. For myself, for mm. myself, I would say, um, yeah, it's completely fine as long as, uh, I mean, if, if you want to blur them lines, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like, but if you want to keep it platonic, you need to draw that line in it and make sure you stay within that line. So if it starts off platonic yeah, and then you're, you're supposedly good friends yeah, and then you sleep together. Okay. Yeah. Do you imagine that doesn't change the relationship? It's still you're still the same people. Uh, in specific situations, it can, it can stay platonic. You do you believe that there's a situation where it doesn't? Uh, yeah. Can you explain how that would? Come about? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, obviously, it can escalate in it. Like, uh, 
you lot get sexual and then it it, it, it becomes a bit more romantic. But and how does it not? Like, what? Well, I can't imagine a scenario where it doesn't. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> you lot might still have those lines in place. You lot might. All right, cool. It's, it's, it's like a relationship, for example, like an actual romantic relationship, for example. I feel like when you get in a romantic relationship, yeah, there's like a, a visible contract that you're signing, isn't it? Well, you should be signing, I think. You should make clear about like... You should make clear the boundaries that you lot have and the rules and regulations of this relationship. And I feel like, yeah, there's a visible contract that you're signing. And I feel like it should be the same for relationships, like um, friendships. So if you're uh, friends with a girl, mm-hmm. there's uh, if you know that that's just what it has to be, then you need to make sure you stick to that contract. The rules are you don't do anything sexual. So just leave it alone. And I feel like man, them who have self-control, they can they can do that. Even if they, 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 like, obviously I know that there's bare man who probably want to like, like do stuff with their female friend or whatever, but I know that a lot of these men don't, maybe they don't get the opportunity or maybe they just, it just, they, they uh, resist themselves. You know, I think what happens here is the men who are friends with girls, yeah, they initially were like playing the long game, yeah? yeah, but they've been playing the long game for so long that they don't even remember that they're playing the long game and they think that they're actually just friends. Yeah. But on a random one, yeah, if she was to just say, what you saying? Let's get it cracking. He would definitely be on it. But I'm, I'm like, if we're being real, man, they will get it cracking with anybody. That's you the point. <laughs> because men are fundamentally different to women, isn't it? Uh... Women are not just getting it cracking with anybody. That's just not how they operate. They're going to get with someone that they like. Someone, man. Yeah, but but no, but I hear I hear what you're saying. Most women are not like that's like a that's like a certain women at more time they've been through some trauma or something <laughs> for them to be on that, bro. No, you know what it is, yeah. I'm somebody who used to feel strong about that as well. I used to feel so strong, like it's not happening. Like no, like like with my relationship, like it's not happening. No, never. Like no, but it's just like if those lines, if that line never gets crossed. Like who cares about all the all the nuances or all the little things? Like at the end of the day, if you're if you're in a relationship with anybody, there's an attraction there. It might not be a sexual attraction or whatever. It might just be that just uh we we have the same worldview or we just look at like like it it could be anything, but there's some type of attraction involved. That's why you want to spend time with the person. So like I feel like with any relationship, there's the, the except like a family relationship. You can't avoid that attraction. It's just a part of life, and you, if if you if you want to go through life with a, a friend of the opposite sex, you need to know how to restrain yourself. That's just how it is. So the reason why I don't think men and women can be friends here <laughs> yeah. is because I have a core belief that men and women are fundamentally different. Okay. I don't know how you feel on that. Do you believe that that core belief or not? Well, <laughs> you believe that men and women are the same. I wouldn't say that we're fu- like. I feel like there's there are there are slight differences. Mm. All right, cool. Yeah, I would agree that they're fun that we're fundamentally different. But I would say that the differences are so magnified in a lot of people's eyes, and I don't agree. I feel like we're like a lot more similar than we are different. I would agree that we're way more similar than we are different. Okay, okay. I think. These are not exact numbers, but I think we're something like 90% the same. Okay. And then, but the 10% is 
are completely different. Okay. Would you agree to some somewhere around the numbers? Yeah, yeah, I, I would say. But I would say the bigger portion of that 10% is probably socialized behaviors than uh, biological behaviors, I would say, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I just really, <laughs> I just don't think so. In my opinion, that's not that's okay, not a thing. Okay, fair because um, if we're talking about biology, yeah, yeah. we're talking about uh, like body composition stuff like that. Yeah, there's obvious differences biologically. Yeah, and it's it's like I it's in, it's insane to imagine there isn't. So even down to like bone density, even down to like upper body strength, um, the ability to hold a child in your stomach. Um, every, that, our bodies are completely different. Yeah, I agree. So that's, well, a, I have to agree. that's, a, that's a huge percentage <laughs> yeah. of, um, of biology. There's also stuff like, um, uh, like hormones and stuff like that, like, um, like chemical balances inside of our bodies that is different. Mm-hmm. So men have testosterone. That's what, makes us bigger and stronger. Women have estrogen. That's what makes them feminine, have like the ability to produce children, all these sorts of things. Yeah. Um, And these sorts of things are not just superficial brush under the rug. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) These are really big things. And these are driving factors. These are things that have a lot to do with why we are the way we are. So the fact that, women become pregnant from sex makes them more selective with who they have sex with. If men became pregnant as a whole, now I'm not okay, saying okay, every okay, single okay, woman, okay, obviously okay. there's a lot of women who are moving mad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is what it is. It's like there, there's, there's the fact that they can become pregnant means that they can't, they're, they're just not going to be as, Loose with it. They want to be with somebody who can... Because even being pregnant is a whole thing in itself. So being pregnant, you're carrying a whole human. And in order for the human race to even exist, they have to bring this child to to um to full term in it and bring and give life to this baby. Of where like every single human is born of a woman, isn't it? Yeah. And that's always the way it's gonna be. So because she has to bring the baby to full term and that involves that involves like having to eat a lot, having to, it's almost like you're in hibernation or something. It's like yeah. you've got to eat a lot for, to feed you and the baby. You've got to sleep a lot because it's a lot of energy. It's draining you. You can't overexert yourself because that can put harm and pressure on the baby. There's a, it's a whole period of time, isn't it? And during that time, you got to be protected by someone who can protect you. Like obviously in this day and age, yeah, it's like there's things are all of these sorts of fundamentals are just kind of yeah, blurred yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. But most women's natural desire, they're gonna want to be with someone who is stronger than them, who is uh, fi- able to look after them financially, able to look after them physically, these sorts of things because of that period of time that they're gonna be vulnerable yeah. with a baby. So they look for that type of guy to sleep with because sleeping, sex inevitably leads to children that's yeah. that's you only have children through sex whereas men we don't have to worry about carrying a whole baby in our stomach yeah. so we're we're not really as concerned with somebody looking after us during that period if anything we're concerned with other things like is this woman like does she have love in her heart or something is she somebody who can look after my child if i am to have a child is is she someone who 
can she put up with the stress and strain of what children are? Because children are a lot. Yeah. So if there's somebody who's like una- unable to manage any type of pressure, more time that's someone who you, I don't know, you're just not attracted to because you just instinctually, biologically, you think that she maybe won't be a good mum or something. So there's little things, yeah. And basically, that's that's my, uh, like I'm rambling a bit, yeah, but that's my premise of what the fundamental difference of men and women, yeah. And the reason why I think that that's relevant to the conversation of whether they men and women can be friends is because if a woman is friends with a guy who doesn't fit that criteria, who isn't, like, able to look after or whatever, the tendency is for her to use him for what he can be used for yeah and not be with not give him the respect that she would give the other guy (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and if she's with a guy that does fit that criteria the tendency is for her to just become attracted to him because that's just that's just a biological drive and with a man he's more than likely going to be attracted to her whichever however she is because It's a man, isn't it? And he doesn't have to worry about all of those sorts of criteria. He just wants to you know, I, have I his feel, fun. I feel you, but like, obviously I can't really debunk what you're saying because I don't know if if that's false or true. Like, mm. I don't really know, innit? But to me, like, just to be devil's advocate, yeah, yeah, it's like, how do we know that these things are instinctual though? Because if we look at evolution, mm. like, I feel like humans have the ten- tendency to justify everything do you know what i'm saying there's a reason why this is like this and there's a reason why but if we look at evolution darwinism or whatever you call it like evolution isn't like this this uh natural mastermind that's picking out specific things it's just random mutations that happen and some just happen to be better for the environment that that these people are in and then obviously they pass it down to their people as natural selection in it so natural selection just selects these random mutations that just ha- happen to uh be better for survival with it so like i feel like not every instinct is is necessarily catered for like uh a specific like c- can't specifically be justified do you know what i'm saying and i feel like uh a lot of what you said could be just learned behavior like all right cool uh women have to be more selective of who they uh of of who they uh become partners with because obviously they get pregnant or whatever that might not be an instinct that might just be things that are passed down do you know what i'm saying like uh their mom had issues with their they might have had a child with somebody who just fucked off or whatever and then they uh they passed that knowledge down and, and through culture that's just a staple of being a woman like men and women like obviously we tie these ideas of, of masculinity and femininity to men and women of course yeah but i feel like men and women and masculine and feminine are like four distinct things and i feel like when it comes to masculinity and femininity obviously more men are more masculine sit on the masculine side of the spectrum and more women sit on the feminine side of the spectrum but i feel like there's so many people that are in the in, in the in between or on or on opposite sides that they're um, that uh fucking that they they're supposed to be on so um and i feel like even culture is, is such a is such a big part of that like for example uh obviously in the in the black culture in the culture i grew up in it was more acceptable to be uh be gay as a woman as than, than as a man 
And I saw a lot more gay women than I saw gay men. And I feel like that's a result of that. So, uh, yeah, I don't feel like the, the, there's definitely fundamental differences, but I feel like so much of these fundamental differences are socialized. And I feel like now the reason why things seem so crazy and so weird is because uh, a lot of these differences that we felt are fundamental are getting wiped away because socially uh, different things are accepted and different ways of living are accepted so people are picking different routes and it's, it's it's weird to us because throughout history we've picked these two sides as a woman you're this and as a man you're this but now it's kind of just like every man for himself just pick what you want to do you know what i'm saying yeah everyone should do what they want to do in terms of sexuality it's like if you feel like you're gay, yeah, then you should be gay, innit? Do your gay stuff, that's fine. Yeah. I ain't got no it doesn't matter to me, innit? But if a man and a woman if a heterosexual man and a woman get drunk, yeah, yeah. and then they <laughs> and there's just there it's just two of them, yeah, and they're drunk in a in a yard together. Yeah. It's a very different vibe, yeah, to when <laughs> two boys just get drunk yeah it's like i've been drunk around my friends so many times there's never been any bookiness going on because we're not like we like women okay. we're not because okay. we're heterosexual so okay. that's the point but when a heterosexual man is with a heterosexual woman getting drunk it's not the same vibe and if it's just friends why can't you do that but i feel like all right cool i feel like all right we're speaking specifically about uh people who intentionally become friends in the sense that like they see somebody and then they might go up and speak to them and then the relationship kind of starts like that but or like, they meet at work or they meet wherever and they so, so, get so to know each feel, other so you feel like in that sense it's mm. still the same like let's say for argument's sake yeah yeah there's a single man yeah he's working in one place he's got work colleagues he's friendly with his work colleagues they've gone to a few like they go out for a drink or whatever as a group like and then couple times everyone left and it's just him and this girl yeah and they stayed and then have a drink together yeah yes yeah, it's exactly the same situation <laughs> he's probably that is they're probably gonna smash in it <laughs> what you think not <laughs> uh i feel like no nah, the chart the chances are pretty high but um infinitely higher than if two dudes from work just had a drink and like everyone left and they were just still drinking i mean i guess but it's like yeah, obviously it's because it's because you're attracted to the other sex, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, as a friend, biologically, yeah. you're being driven to do it. You got uh, a biological I, I, drive. I, I, I don't know about <laughs> that, innit? <laughs> but what I will say is that uh it's all a choice, isn't it? It's all it's all a choice at the end of the day. And I feel like uh like men and women, they can if if, if they choose to conscious like they, they they intentionally choose to be friends, it can stay that way. For however long that relationship is, I think choice can get over overridden by biological urges. Okay, and the only way that it doesn't happen is if biologically she's not attracted to the guy. The guy will do it. Like the guy, the guy will do it. Like even however, whether she's attracted, no, I, I whatever. Agree, agree. But the girl, she could say no. There's some saying. What is it? Uh, something like women control access to sex, and men control access to relationships. So if the woman says yes, if it's a green light from the woman, it's got it's happening. Yes, yeah, I go. Yeah, but whether the guy wants to or not, that's like that's really <laughs> like it's besides the point. It's yeah, like if yeah, she's yeah. giving the red light, if it's not if it's a no, 
he ain't making it. But so, so do you feel like it's 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 very unlikely that people are going to be friends with people that they're not attracted to on a physical level? I just think that it's just a strange dynamic. It's like a woman who has a guy around her that she's not attracted to. She would never uh, sleep with. Yeah. Yeah. He would sleep with her. So the point is, yeah, because he would sleep with her and she would never sleep with him. She's getting all types of benefits from this guy yeah, <laughs> that she wouldn't be getting. Yeah. <laughs> like he's doing, he's basically trying to find a way in okay. because he likes her. And even if he doesn't like her like that, he would still smash. And the point is, yeah, because he would smash. That overrides the title of friend, you would say. Yeah. It just, or it just means that he's subject to be getting used by this girl. Because she'll be like, oh, can you take me here? Can you give me a lift here? Oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Oh, if a, if a random guy comes and starts doing a madness, he's obviously going to have to protect her as the man. It's not going to be the same thing as if it's two boys and they're both going to fight together. It's like there's all types of benefits that she's getting from this guy. But like, I feel like with a friend, you get benefits regardless though. It might not be like necessary. Like that. that's... I feel like that's where this argument even stems from because the dynamics of men and women are just different. They're just different in it to compared to like same sex dynamics. Yeah, that's but the point. I feel like that doesn't mean that you can't be friends. That just means that the dynamics are just different. I think it just raises the question, yeah. what, what is, is meant by a friend? If a friend is an equal exchange, yeah, then you can't be friends. But if a friend <laughs> is but then if a friend is it's not an equal exchange, it's a power dynamic where she has all the power and you're basically just being utilized by her and you will never get what you want out of the situation, then then I guess you can be friends. But that's not a friendship. Like why, a friendship why, should be an equal exchange. But why would you say that that's like why why would it not be how how can't it be an equal exchange between men and women? Because the guy wants to smash and she don't even like him like that. But is that the only motivation for being a friend? The fact like, that it's a motivation, people? yeah, it means it's not friends. You shouldn't want to smash your friends Why? That, <laughs> because it's not an equal exchange. Well, but we're basing this on a on a on a dynamic that's between same sex people that that are straight. So so all right, cool. So let's say so I can't be friends with a gay guy. That if wants he's to trying smash to smash, me. yeah. If he's trying to smash, then yeah, no, <laughs> it's not friendship. Basically, he's just there. All right, all right, all right, all right, cool, all right, cool. It's Let's say the motivation is not to smash. Let's say they was open to smashing, but the motivation is not smashing. Then they're still not friends. If man would smash, then it's <laughs> yeah, then it's not it's not friends, isn't it? The only way it's it's friends, yeah, is if you have no intention of smashing this person and you just like them as a person and you're just friends. That's what a friend is. Like a friend is someone who you're not trying to smash. You're just cool with them and you just chill with them. You got their back. They got your back. You're friends. You can get drunk next to each other and no one's worrying about nothing. So, but why does why is that exclusive to only friendships? Then why why how come wanting to smash doesn't take away the title of any other relationship? Because I know man who will smash their girl's mum. Why is that not their mother mother in law anymore? It's it's just a title to just say yeah, but this is what our relationship yeah, but they're not is. friends. That's the point. They're not friends with their with their, their girl's be. mom. <laughs> they might be that's, friends. That's fake friendship there. That's like basically you're just laying in the cut. Like <laughs> that's not that's not a friendship. How do I how do you explain this? Imagine there's somebody, let's say there's a guy that you know, yeah. You want to be friends with him, but he wants to he's looking to come around your yard and take something from you. Yeah. That you're not friends, are you? You think you're friends, but you're not friends because he's trying to take something from you. Uh 
But friends is just friends is a weird term, isn't it? Like friends is just to me, friends is like like I said, I I kind of put relationships under. It's it's literally like what we was talking about with the word love. Yeah, right. Friends is like, but we we have different terms for different relationships, but. Really and truly, they're all just a connection with somebody else. That's all it really is. Yeah, but all connections right? are not the same. Uh, no, they're not. But I feel like uh, friends is something that's a bit looser of a term. Like, I feel like it just means having a relationship with somebody who's not your family, who you're not sexually involved with. Actually, no, I wouldn't even say not sexually involved because some people, friends with benefits or whatever, I don't know. They're doing their thing, you know? But the people who want the term friends to be so loose are the ones who want to smash their friends. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you want to smash your friends then you want the term friends to be loose but if you if you're just looking at it objectively that's not friends that's like potential smash buddies or something like that it's like to, it's a potential smash and it's like i, I, I don't know like all right, you can cool. be friendly with a potential smash yeah that's true that's true but f- for me personally what i'll say just on my like journey with this in it like i said but like mm. if you asked me this like a year or two ago I was strongly like I was strongly on your side, strong, mm. strong. But after I, um, I literally said to myself, like, you know what? I actually want to get female friends. Like, I want to know what it's like to have female friends. Cause I'm speaking as a person who doesn't have female friends. Do you get what I'm saying? Now or back then? Back then, I was speaking as a person who didn't have female friends. And now so you do have. I only looked friends. at women as something that was to be uh, sexually desired, and that's it. If mm. if if you're not sex, if I don't sexually desire you, then you hold no. You have you have no space in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But uh yeah, like uh but yeah, I got female friends now. It's just like having well, it's 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 not like having any other friend actually. Car yeah, as as like they're girls, isn't it? So it's different. It's just a different dynamic. But I feel like uh obviously I'm in a relationship, so I'll, I'll be obviously I'll be completely fine being like strictly platonic and yeah, like like it's they got into the point where these are relationships that I wouldn't wanna let go like it's like yeah i actually just like being friends with you like it's cool mm. but obviously somebody who's not in a relationship somebody who doesn't have an incentive to stay like not cross that line maybe it might not be the same in it mm. who knows but yeah i don't know i think obviously because the way you are and i'm guessing the way your relationship is yeah where it's like it's quite free yeah yeah it probably isn't as much of an issue for you as it would be for other people but i can imagine a lot of people their partner being uncomfortable with them being friends with the opposite sex so for example i don't think my missus would like it if i just had a bunch of girls that were my friends and like we just hanged out the same way i hang out with my boys i don't think she would like that and i wouldn't like her hanging hanging out with loads of dudes either I wouldn't even want her to just be have like one male friend here <laughs> that she just chose with like that. That would annoy me. Uh, like it's all right to have colleagues, like people that she works with and um, like acquaintances. Like she's got uh, friends that have brothers and stuff like that that she's cool with or whatever. Okay. But to chill with them as like a one-on-one basis friend, yeah, <laughs> that's like, to me, it's inappropriate. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I feel like if you lot both agree on mm. on on that on like on on that uh, framework of your relationship, I feel like that's that's completely fair. Mm. But uh, yeah, I feel like I just in that video, I kind of just wanted to put across that like it's it's possible. Mm. <laughs> it's not it's not like 
I feel like, yeah, a lot of people really believe that it's just impossible. Like, it's not like whoever, whoever, like, if there's a a woman and a man who are friends, they're just lying to themselves that they don't want to do things or whatever, which I, I don't think that that's the case. I don't think it's 100% exclusively that scenario where the man and woman are lying to themselves. Yeah. I think more than not, it's a case of he's waiting for his time. Yeah. And the girl's just like keeping him there. Probably she's not even attracted to the guy. <laughs> but it's the point is, do you want some guy here yeah, who's, who's like that, trying to just act like he's friends with your girl, just chilling with her with the intention of one day being able to... Because it's just like a... It's almost like a negative element because it's like, if you two have an argument, this guy's going to be the first guy to be like, oh, you need to drop that guy. Because it's part of his game plan, isn't it? He's got his own motives. Whereas a real friend, yeah, would say like, yeah, just like, like obviously you're having a hard time, whatever, we all have ups and downs, but it's all good, isn't it? Like, you can chill with me, whatever. Yeah. It's not like I'm, they're not going to encourage you to break up with your partner that they know that is good for you. But that's, that's assuming that that that's what this person's after. Like you know, you know what? Here's my biggest argument against that. Mm. Yeah, because obviously I feel like that is definitely a hundred percent possible. Yeah, and I feel like I wouldn't say in most cases, definitely not. I would say that's the minority, but I would say in a lot of cases, that's what is happening. The minority of of like um situations between like um male and female friends like the male is just waiting for that one opportunity to just you know what i'm saying you don't think that's n- i would say that's the, the minority let, let me let me say why mm. because men who are friends with women tend to be friends with more than one woman so they're used to this dynamic it's not a it's not a it's not a a foreign dynamic to them it's not a, like a first time them being friends with a woman so it's like oh let me just wait for her to like they they know how it is. They they got other female friends who have men or don't have men. They 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 chill with a lot of women, and even women who have male friends tend to be friends with a lot of males, as well. So that would be my biggest argument against it. Like it's just it's a uh, the etiquette that comes with being friends, like uh with the opposite sex, is uh is uh. It's like a normalized thing between people who are friends with the opposite sex because they tend to have more than one friend of the opposite sex. That's I feel I like women don't like that girl that is friends with bear man. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I agree. We, I women that. in general don't like that. that girl, and I think men also don't like that guy that's friends with bear. So the idea that there's some guy here who's just bear friends with bear friend acting bear friendly with your girl and the next man's girl and the next man's girl and he ain't got no girl himself <laughs> it's like this guy bro he's just laying in the cut he's playing some he's playing some <laughs> long game and it's just mad and also women must feel the same way about the girl who ain't got no boyfriend but she stays chilling with next girl's boyfriends i mean but what if that's not the reality of the situation? Like, obviously, you can speculate and feel how you feel, and it's justified how you feel, I guess. But that's but what she's doing. Her motives are, are <laughs> like, <laughs> it is, it's subject to however you see it. But, like, the, what she's doing is chilling with other people's partners. All right, cool. So let's say in the scenario that, uh, let's use a scenario where the the girl has a partner and all of her friends have partners. Then what does that mean at that point? Would you say that they're still waiting for that opportunity or what was what that? Okay, so there's a girl who has a boyfriend. Yeah. But she has a bunch of boyfriends. Yeah. 
And all of them have girlfriends as well, yeah? Yeah. But she likes to just chill with her, her male friends, yeah, when she's not with her boyfriend and when they're not with their girlfriends. And when she's not with her girlfriends. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So what's the question? <laughs> so so what would, so what would you say in in that situation? Would you say that like that that's a that's a situation where men and women can be friends, or you still you still feel like there's an underlying thing going on there? I just feel like it's inappropriate. Okay, for multiple reasons. <laughs> but okay, I do. I still feel like it's inappropriate. I think a girl who. For starters, yeah, I, I I don't believe that really girls should just be just chilling with bad guys like that. Okay. I think it's it's not a good idea for her. Like, that's one of the reasons it's not a good idea for her. Because, like, I'm not of the illusion that everyone is, like, nice people. Like, I don't think everyone is nice people. I think people are kind of fucked up. Yeah. And we all have, like, dark motivations sometimes, isn't it? And... A type of man, yeah, who is perpetually in the friend zone, he has some demons, innit? There's that guy going on with him where it's like, like, so a man that hasn't got a girlfriend. Yeah. Because, like, one thing to know about men, yeah, is something like 80% of men, they just ain't got, they're not getting no attention yeah, from women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of this huge majority of men that don't get girls, a lot of them are friends with girls. Do you think... I feel like them, that majority of men that don't get girls are men who have no interaction with girls at all. Most of them don't have no interaction with girls. Yeah. But some of them, they've realized that they're part of the crew that don't get no interaction <laughs> with girls. So they start trying to go the friend route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And them men are dangerous. <laughs> like, them men are straight savage. They're, they're, they're the type of people that will put something in your girl's drink on some, like, on some, I've been waiting all, all my whole life for this. Yeah. On some crazy man thing. Yeah. And do you know how many times those things have happened? Like where some girl's just been found somewhere and it's just, it's a rap. And you find out, oh, it was her friend. Some guy that she was bare close with or whatever. Or supposedly. So she didn't know you, he was fixated on her. So you would say that it's not worth the risk? I would say there's no reason that warrants a woman to just be too close to some guy that she has no intention of sleeping with. She needs to either pick that guy or let him live his life because it's crazy. It's like, you're just dangling. It's like, imagine you got like a, a, a pet bear or something. Yeah? yeah. And every day you're just dangling fish. You're just walking around. You've got a fish suit on. Your suit is made of fishes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just walking around and this bear loves fish, but and every day the, the bear goes home and watches videos about fish. I mean, <laughs> I hear that, but I feel like you could use that argument against like dating in general. Yeah, I feel like dating should be on the serious one or let that person live their life. Let the person find someone who wants to be with them. I don't think you should just be like hang keeping someone mm. around and you I mean, no I, mean I, I, I understand it. I understand it. It's just... You know what, this this raises another thing, yeah? Because uh, I feel like this is why there's... Uh, all right, cool, yeah. I feel like this is why there's this big divide in, like, ideology now, nowadays, yeah? And why there's so much arguments about how people are supposed to live or whatever is because what I've realised, yeah, some people uh, really thrive in an environment where there's... Uh, it's really rigid. It's really rigid and it's very... Uh, like uh intentionally like uh how do i explain it 
I like, think rigid is a good word. It's, it's very rigid. It's mm. very rigid, rule based. I would okay. say, yeah. yeah. So there's a fr- there's a there's a uh, a framework to work around, like mm. in place, where some people like I feel like somebody like me mm. is so miserable in that type of environment. Like I feel like I need to just be able to just flow. Like I I re- like from young from a child. Yeah, I've always been like. I wouldn't say I'm, I, I was extremely rebellious to the point where it's like my parents is hating me or whatever. Cause I just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but it's like I've always been very headstrong and very just like I don't care what anyone say. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because it's just that's just the way that I live my life. And I feel like, yeah, that that's that's probably why I advocate for more freedom in life, especially like the way things are now. I don't feel like it's going in a negative direction or anything I feel like it's 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 opened the possibilities for people like me to to thrive now because uh yeah there's just there's just there's 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 more there's more possibilities of of ways that you can live your life in it you mm. know what I'm saying so Aye. yeah so I feel like yes for for for, for 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 a lot of people I feel like uh the way that uh male and female relationships were laid out in the way that you look at it I feel like that makes complete sense, but I feel like for some people, that just can't. It's too rigid. It just yeah, it's too rigid. Mm. It just can't work. It's funny, yeah. Like my dad, yeah, he called me up one time, yeah, when yeah. I said something like this, yeah, yeah, and he was like, that he said is that that exact word. I'm too rigid, is and it? that's not how relationships <laughs> really work, yeah. and all this sort of stuff, yeah. Try to try to like tell me like whatever, like his experiences and yeah. how basically I need to be more open minded to different things. And fair enough. Yeah. Like I, I understand there is different perspectives. I think there's several parts about my personality yeah, that make me see the things the, the way that I see them. Yeah. Okay. One of them, yeah, is I believe I can always be better. Okay. Like I'm, like I always want to be better, innit? Yeah. So that makes me look at the world in a way to see who are the people who I consider to be better, and what. Do they have what is synonymous in their lives? What are they? How are they operating? Do they have unlimited freedom? Do they have rigid discipline and rules and stuff like that? Like what has worked for them? And I add two and two together and imagine I need to be more X, Y, or Z, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But I think other people here they have different views on life. So I imagine. Tell me if I'm wrong, yeah. But I imagine you would consider this to be a good life, yeah. If you were somebody who was, I don't know, living like freely in some place like Bali or something, where you get to just enjoy the the like natural elements of Earth, and there's no real commitments there. You you get to wear like some robes and that, and you're living um, in the sun, and you're enjoying yourself. Uh, no. no, like the the way that I look at life, yeah, mm. I feel like it, it's all uh, it's just phases. I feel like um, I'm in a phase right now where I would love the freedom, but I feel like that phase that phase would end, and I feel like I would uh, prefer that kind of. I, I probably would prefer that kind of rigid way of living. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? But uh, but obviously, I feel like there's elements in that within that that just can't work for certain people and their personality type. Like for example, like. The whole uh, men and women not being able to be friends, I feel like that can't work for like really extroverted people. And I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm really introverted. I don't really like to be in the spotlight, be like 
even even doing something like this is kind of outside of my comfort zone. Isn't it? Mm. But like, I can imagine somebody like that would find it really difficult not to be friends with like a uh, somebody from the opposite sex. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. But but me for me personally, I feel like uh, yeah, like I, I'm just I, I don't really know what I want in it. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like I'm just I'm just young and I just want to just do shit. In regards to introvert. Or extrovert I don't think I'm overly Introverted Because I'm Fairly uh, Outspoken I say, I say what I think about things yeah? yeah And even though it's unpopular opinions I always do that And even when I'm in every, Anywhere else where I am in it Like even in my work life Even personal life Whatever it is yeah I'm I just talk And I just say things How I want to say things And I'm able to, i have really long conversations and really deep conversations with near enough everybody yeah so i'm not somebody who will sit in a room and just be quiet or anything um so i'm not overly introverted i'm not overly extroverted either because i'm not gonna just be one of these people that are shouting up the place yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, not my yeah, vibe yeah, yeah, yeah but i do like to talk and i do like to have conversations with people um and in regards to people who are quite because when when you say extroverted i imagine you mean people who are outgoing who want to talk yeah, a lot to different yeah, people yeah. and stuff like that i do want to talk a lot to different people but me talking to different people doesn't mean that we're friends like i talk to i've i've had women on the show i've spoken like I, if i'm out and about if i'm at work and some woman's talking to me it's not like i'm just gonna ignore her and yeah, not talk. Yeah, yeah, like, i talk yeah. to everybody but i wouldn't consider us friends like, i wouldn't call her in the middle of the night like i will call my boy in the middle of the night. i call my boy whenever i want it doesn't yeah. matter it could be like three in the morning he might be sleeping there's a high chance and if you don't pick up i'm not going to feel no type of way yeah. but i wouldn't even think of doing that to some some woman that i know because for starters i'll be thinking her husband or her boyfriend yeah. is going to be thinking who's this dude calling you in the middle of the night second i'm thinking it's inappropriate for my my relationship as well it's just I just think it's just inappropriate in yeah, so many yeah. different ways. So I can't cause I can't say that's a friend because I don't feel the freedom that friendship gives me. Like friendship is like there's no there's no motives there. There's no like I'm not trying to do nothing. There's not even a, a suspected motive. Yeah. It's literally just I'm calling my like if my boy is chilling in bed with his missus or something, yeah, and I call him in the middle of the night and he picks up the phone, she's she might get annoyed because I've just because I've called. But she's not going to feel like who is like, do you know what I mean? She's going to know it's me and it's going to be like, this guy needs to like call you a reasonable time or something. It'll be one of them ones. It's yeah, not going to yeah. be like, why is he calling you sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think that's the difference between it. And I think once you say something like men and women can't be friends, people imagine that you're saying women are not valid human beings and you shouldn't even like have them in any type of, conversation like you shouldn't be able to even like interact with them at all but that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying we'll interact but on a very respectful level yeah not taking it not crossing any lines whereas with my boys there is there's not really no lines to cross it's like i'll say what i want they'll say what they want we might even cuss each other we might say do you know what i mean we might say things that are just <laughs> like we don't even care it's just like we're just boys isn't it yeah, so yeah, yeah so i just think the idea that i would have a random woman on that same level that I have with random guys who are my friends. Yeah. It's just, it's just not a thing. I've never experienced that. I've never seen 
a man be that as close as they are with their boys, yeah, with a woman. With a woman. I've just never seen that before. I don't, I think. That's interesting. How have I ever seen that? I've never seen it. And I always, what I have seen plenty of times is men acting like their friends, saying, oh, yeah, that's my friend. (laughs) But if I say, yeah, but what are you saying? Would you smash they have to like they have to do a little smile or something. They have to like slightly just say yeah they would. I mean, I, I guess I guess obviously yeah. I feel I feel like this this topic is very fifty fifty. Like I feel mm. like a lot of people uh, will uh, have that same ideology. Will look at it the same mm. uh, same way that you do, and I feel like a lot of people look at it the same way that I do as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like a. It's kind of just the, like your morals, your principles, just the way that you uh, look at life in it and look at um, male, female dynamics in it. For real. So. Back to the point about the living in Bali thing, yeah? Yeah. I've got a few friends that are like that, innit? Who are, they're kind of like, they want to detach from like inner city life. They want to, I've got friends who want to live like far out in the country. They want to yeah, go yeah. camping and stuff like that. They they just don't really want to be disturbed. They want to be living like more rural. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And to me, that's not, I don't, I don't get any type of, I wouldn't get any satisfaction from that. The only time I think I would ever want to do that is if I was old as hell. If I was like hella old and I was just, I was trying to unwind and find a peaceful place to die. I wouldn't want to be functioning (laughs) there. I would want to function where it's, where the city, in the city, where it's, where everything's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Where things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got one friend specifically who's really like that. Who, Mm. Who really wishes that they could just go just travel and just not speak to anyone, just do mm. whatever they want. I don't feel like I'm that type of person. I'm probably like halfway between the two mm. where like, I, I do want to explore. I want to have fun. I want to do things, but I still kind of want to feel comfortable around like my people and with mm. my base in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, yeah, that's just me. Innit? And I feel like I need to be around people. If yeah. I'm like in some place where it's just me and then there's miles and miles of nobody, that's a very uncomfortable situation. If yeah. I start hearing some like some noise and I know I'm the only person here, yeah. it's like now I'm going to be on edge. Whereas when I, when you're living in the city, it's like you hear noises all the time. Yeah. It's just like, it's just the neighbors doing it's something. It is, it's just yeah. this person doing it. It's Level just the comfortability roads. Comfortability in it. Yeah. Just know what it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Man. It's just, it's just different upbringings, I guess, or yeah. just different perceptions on what peace is or what calm is. Yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, um, I wrote some more stuff down. Okay, so you've got a video that talks about the art of detachment. Yeah. We somewhat covered it in the last episode, yeah. but I thought um, we could go a little bit more in depth about it. Okay. Have you thought any more about the concept or gone further down your journey of the art of detachment? Um, uh, I feel like when once I kind of understood the principles of what I was talking about, it's kind of just changed my life in the sense that like... uh. I feel like I can intentionally detach from things that I want to detach to and, and not what I, like, I don't want to in it. And I feel like, uh, yeah, like, I, like it's, it's, I, I never really delved deeper into it. It's just kind of just a part of, like, my person now. So have you been able to detach to more and more things as the time has, since you made that video? Yeah, yeah, but I would say... Uh, I'm very intentional of the things that, like, I, I want to detach from. Like it's not like a uh like oh I'm just gonna detach from everything. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Like I'm just like, all right, cool. It's probably not healthy or 
a good thing that I'm so attached to this one thing, so I need to detach from that and just it, it will bring me peace detaching from that, innit? Do you know what I'm saying? Can you give me an example of something that you were attached to before that you're no longer attached to? Uh what's what's a really good example? Uh I would say the idea of success, I would say, is a really good one. Uh, not to say that I don't want to be successful or whatever, but uh, I feel like I was attaching the my uh, my ego, the person that I like myself, to this this idea of being successful, and it was kind of making me feel like worthless in the position that I was in because I'm I'm not there yet. It's like I could only feel like myself. Once I get to that place, this imaginary place, which I feel like that 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 success place that I'm looking at is a place that will always move because I might get to the success that I'm looking at, yeah, in my mind at that point. But once I get there, the six that 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 idea of success is gonna move. It's gonna become something else. Mm. So I can't I can't attach myself to that too too uh too strongly. It needs to have some distance. You know what I'm saying. So, What's wrong with the goalpost always moving to higher and higher goals? Uh, there's nothing wrong. I feel like that's just that's just the nature of that. That's just life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that we can do about it. But I feel like uh, trying to derive your 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 values, your your sense of value from that is um, what's wrong with it. That's what I would say. So, yeah. Do you think a sense of worthlessness yeah has any purpose in the human experience uh yeah i feel like it can it can be like very functional in the sense that like it can uh, motivate you to be better but i feel like uh you need to channel that i feel like you need to look at it from that perspective for it to be used in a positive way i feel like for a lot of people they kind of sit in that worthlessness and then like you that's where you get like people that are just chronically depressed or people that want to like commit suicide and do all of these things. So like, I feel like it takes a specific type of person to really rise above that and look at that worthlessness as a, as a positive. And for me, I can't look at that worthlessness as a positive. I feel like I just need to have some, I need to find some self-worth in the place that I'm at rather than kind of looking at where I'm at and being like, all right, cool. Where I'm at is, is is in a terrible place so let me use that as fuel to get better i can't that's not that doesn't work for me personally mm. you know what i'm saying i hear you but yeah it's just how you look at it, isn't it? Mm. so yeah i find it easy to detach from things that i don't want okay but difficult to detach to anything that i consider valuable okay okay that makes sense so this idea of success, yeah, I think in order for me to detach from that, I would have to be, like, retired or something. Like, I'll be, like, done with my hustle. Like, this, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. over with. Because I think striving to be more and more successful, I think it's a good thing. It's, I feel okay. like it's it's a good motivation. It just means that I there's always more to do. There's, I always want to get better. I don't want to be happy with... Way, like if I was happy with the way things were like 10 years ago yeah then 
I would have not got to where I am now. If I was happy with the way things are now, then I'm not going to be where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. In, do you know what I mean? It's like I just have to continuously strive for more. That's part of my perception on existence. But what would you say the, that the negative sides of that is? Yeah, this is why, like, it re- you really need to... If you're going to delve into something like this, you really need to understand who you are as a person and what works for you. Because that what you just said, like the way that you present yourself, like already to me as somebody who don't know you crazy well, you know what I'm mm. saying? We only had two conversations, but like it makes sense. It already like kind of aligns with the person that like I'm, I'm perceiving you as, isn't it? Mm. But like I'm, I'm thinking of somebody, let's say like a rapper, right? Mm. He just is so stuck on this idea of success, right? Mm. And that's all they care about. And then they're uh like they're getting depressed because like the goalpost is always moving. They might get mad successful to us, mm. but the goalpost is always moving and they're like, oh, why don't I feel happy? And then they're putting out shit music, yeah, that they feel like is gonna hit the charts or they feel like, oh, this is TikTok music, this is what's gonna blow. It's not fulfilling them, it's not fulfilling us because we don't want to hear that bullshit music. So mm. who is it good for? It's good for no one. Mm. <laughs> At that point, it's good for nobody. So yeah, I feel like, yeah, you really need to know who you are and need to understand what your drive is and what will get you in a better place if you're going to, yeah, think about these type of things, I would say. But, yeah. I hear you. Okay, so since you've stopped, since you've detached from the idea of success, do you find that you're overall more happy? Yeah, I, a lot more happy, a lot more happy. Obviously, I still have my days. Mm. Uh I wouldn't say that like I've completely detached from it. I still want to be successful, like I said. Um, I'm still gonna chase success, but uh, I'm I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to leave some distance. I'm trying to just deal with what I have now, and I'm just trying to let things fall into place as they do. I'm gonna do the work that I feel like needs to be done to get me in a certain situation, but I'm not gonna chase the dream. I wouldn't say I'm just gonna just try to just do cool shit, do good stuff that I feel like will add value to the world and just see where that goes. That's what I'm just on. Okay. So you mentioned earlier that you've been doing a reaction channel as well. The last time we spoke, you said something like you had done a reaction channel with one of your boys. Yeah. And then you stopped doing that. Yeah. Is that the same channel? It's the same channel. So I you just, brought it back. Yeah. I, I, I just mm. made it um, put it under my name now. Okay. Uh, and yeah, like it's, it's you know, like it's, it's still in this infancy stage. It's still kind of, some videos are doing decent. Some videos are doing like nothing, like one view or whatever. But it's just, yeah, man, it's just, I'm just along for the journey. I'm just going to keep pumping out content and just see where I can kind of um, take it. What kind of stuff are you reacting to? Uh, Loads of different type of things. Like at first I was doing a lot of like, you know, like podcast clips, like mm. very like opinionated things. But obviously, I feel like it was becoming very, uh, like I didn't want it to become very, like, you know, just too overbearing for the, for somebody who's watching. So I'm trying to mix it with just more lighthearted things, more mm. funny stuff, just, you know, just all different types of content in it. Mm. And it's kind of just like, I'm trying to just use this as a way to, pe- to familiar familiarize myself, like with the, with audiences in it and mm. make them just know who I am. Uh, to be honest like my main goal with this youtube stuff i don't really want to be in front of the camera i kind of want to do things from uh behind i feel like that's where i excel mm. i don't feel like i do very well like performing 
Like I feel like I'm not really good at it. But uh like I feel like this is the only way that I can kinda put myself in the position where I have the resources to do what I really want to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So what type of stuff would you be doing um if you had like if you was all monetized, everything was the way you want it to be, how how would it all be? I would really I so basically from a childhood, yeah, my main goal in life, my dream was to always make films. I've always been interested in films. Like, I was one of them kids, like, you know, on the DVD, I'll go to extras and look at, like, behind-the-scenes videos. Mm. I'm always, like, proper fascinated with it. Uh, even to this day, like, like movies, just art in general. I just love art so much, innit? So, uh, yeah, like, I want to I wanna, I wanna make films. I still, to this day, want to make films, in it. But uh, with this YouTube journey, the thing I really want to do, I want to make documentaries just about just... Just interesting people Just around like Where I come from Do you know what I'm saying yeah. Like I feel like There's a lot of interesting stories To be told And I feel like You know there's people Doing it here and there But they ain't really doing it I feel like I got a vision That I really want to get out there But I just don't have the Means to do so mm. So Yeah I really want to get to that To that point mm. But yeah To do so I feel like I need to Put myself out there just so that people care about what I'm trying to do in my mission. And I feel like me putting myself out there would be, I'll be able to put a lot of other people that I feel like could thrive in this environment uh, in a certain position as well. Mm. So yeah, I'm just trying to just see how it goes, isn't it? Just mm. go from there, man. So with the films, are you more concerned with the technical aspect of it or the story? Are, are you going to be bringing your own stories to it? Or uh, yeah, I want to. I want to do like story. I want to write stories. Mm. Um, I want to direct because uh, yeah, like I feel like I've always had a very good sense of like uh, putting things into places where it should be. Do you get what I'm saying? Like mm. I feel like I've always been very like I had a good. I've always had a good vision of how things could uh, could do well and what what people want mm. and uh, yeah, like I feel like I'll I'll bring a very unique. Uh, uh, angle to like just filmmaking in the UK. I feel like a, a lot, a lot of the things that I'm trying to do. I feel like they haven't really been fully, uh, fully explored. Especially mm. like where we come from in the London in the UK, like the uh, the urban <laughs> urban London culture in it. So mm. yeah, have you written any stories? Your no. I haven't. See, I did this. This is one thing about me, yeah. And I like it's 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 so bad. I, I'm trying to train myself out of it, but I find it so hard to just do things for the love of doing it or for the sake of doing it. Mm. Like I really need to be put in a situation to where like I feel like I need to do it. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So I haven't I haven't written anything. I haven't started any stories. I haven't done anything like that. So. I've just, I've just, yeah, like everything that I've done is just like, uh, it's done very intentionally to, uh, get somewhere. Do you get what I'm saying? So, so what do you think it is that stops you from taking those steps? Uh, I think I have a fear of wasting my time. Mm. Like, I feel like time is really valuable to me, and I feel like I really need to spend time on things that will, uh, actually make a difference like uh i like so, sometimes i really wish i could be one of them people who could just just go out and I'm, I'm sure that i could train myself to just go out of my way and just like build on certain skills but i don't think i really want to <laughs> until 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 a time presents itself to where it's like 
uh, this could actually become a reality. I don't really want to waste my time with it. I just want to stick to figuring out how to do things. I actually have the resources to do as well as I can do them. Mm. So, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, it seems like a difficult one because if you was being paid to do it, you'd do it. Facts. <laughs> but to get paid to do it, you have to you do have it to know first. How to do it. So yeah. It's that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's it, tough, man. It's, it's tough. Like, mm, it's just yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. If you're passionate about it, I would say when you can, in it, just try and get together stories because there are people who have written stories and then presented it to the people who have the facilities, and then it's taken off yeah. because. They, it was a good story Yeah Yeah yeah. But I feel like Especially now That mm. like, that's what's really Been throwing me off Recently as well Cause I've like Recently I've really been like You know I need to kind of Figure out like How I'm gonna Make this a reality You know mm. But then The AI thing Started coming up And then you know There's this whole uh, Have you heard of Like the Writers Guild There's yeah. like a, a, a A group of people Who write like the most famous movies, the most famous TV shows, all of these things, they're um, on strike right now. So all like production of all these big movies and shows are um, like on hold right now because they're really concerned about their jobs. Because if if you ask ChatGPT, write me a story about a character called Kavan who lives in London, and it will write you the story. It will make it will make everything, and it will be good. Mm. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, they're really concerned. So why not about do their that right now? Uh, why not just get some AI to that's do it easy for way you? Out, man. <laughs> I can't do that. That's not but you can just agenda, tweak man. it. You just get them to do it. You tweak it how you want to tweak it. <laughs> I hear that, but I feel like authenticity is is a big part of like who I am in it, and I feel like I want it to reflect through what I do. So yeah, I just I just want to take baby steps into what I'm doing. I feel like me doing the documentaries will be like the my first like foray into like film you know what i'm saying like mm. i even though people are telling the stories for me i need to put it in a format so that it's 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 interesting mm. i need to i i need to tell the story do you know what i'm saying mm. so i feel like that will when hopefully when that happens uh yeah that will kind of build certain skills obviously and if i got the money i could do like a course or whatever i can invest in myself but mm. for now yeah, I'm just focused on what's in front of me right now. Mm. And I feel like, yeah, this is what I need to do to build my foundation. So, hey, man. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you wanted to ask me? Uh, I actually wanted to ask you that. Like, what's yeah. what's your what's your goal, like, with this whole, like, podcasting thing? Like, where do you want to take it? So, it's it's one of these things, one of these answers that are constantly developing over the time. Okay. So in the beginning, I just wanted to do a show where I'm just talking to loads of people. Okay. Um, and that's still somewhat the goal, but it's just become more and more refined as as time has gone on. And I think ultimately, there's a few core principles of the show. One, I want to document my existence as well as my guests' existence. Okay. Um. I also want to offer a different perspective of um, of things. Like, so I've got certain things that I believe to be true, similar to what we spoke about with the religion thing, yeah, where yep. it's like there's certain things that I think are just true and I would like to be a voice for these truths. I also want to encourage us to be more disciplined accountable for our actions and aware of our significance it's easy to think that 
we're just nothing based on a lot of the stuff that is fed to us and um okay just how how hard life is in general it's easy to just feel like you're just nothing but everything that's ever been done of any significance on this planet has been done by men yeah. uh, not men but just humans in it yeah men or women we should understand that we're part of that so mainly it's having great conversations with people and i also want to encourage us to be better because we have so much potential like for example like not to go too much into it but i've completely changed my life in it i was one way there was a lot of like negative stuff going on in my life and now everything's going pretty good for me right now obviously there's a lot there's a lot more good that needs to be done as i say i, I never feel like i'm good enough i need to always get better yeah but i want us all to get better i want like my friends my family my community my the broader community i want everyone to be better because we can build a bigger community and one of my one of the very important things to me one of the core beliefs i have is that no one person has been able to do anything of any significance by themselves i think we all need to have a team in it yeah and that's <laughs> and that's why i want to that's why i want the group to be better so that we have more pe- like better people in the group to be able to get further okay so yeah that's my that's one of my core things but yeah, ultimately, I just want to do, I want to somehow put all of these these principles that I hold dear to me in and then put it as like some, but do it in an entertaining way. I also want it to be like something that's enjoyable. I don't want it to be like some lecture or anything. Yeah, I want it to yeah, be like a, a fun back and forth, uh, reacting to current events, that sort of stuff. And also getting to deep issues that are like important to us and our development. But that's really w- what my idea of the show is. Okay, okay, I hear that. It's a bit yeah. like jumbled, isn't it? Because it's it's like it's not like something that I've um, written down. And it's yeah, a perfect yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. something that I'm just gathering. I'm just working out. It's like keeps on like evolving over time. Okay, but yeah, that's I what I want. That. Respect that store. Yeah. So, so do you feel like um, like your purpose is to be like a to be uh to be a figure of like example that people can kind of follow and be like a be like a like a like a beacon of light basically only in the sense that i am constantly trying to improve myself and okay. i've i've started in a as bad a situation as people like so i started off like homeless when i was like 15 and then over time i'm like 31 now and I've just about got myself together, but I'm still not like, I'm still not like whatever. I'm not like some, I'm not like the ideal. I'm not like the best person ever. There's plenty of people who are younger than me who are doing much better than me. But what I am is somebody who is constantly trying to get better. So the only kind of example that I can set is that I'm just someone who wants to be better. And so if okay. if you're also someone who wants to be better, then maybe you'll relate to me to, okay. to my journey, in it. Okay. But it's less about me being some like the example. There's like, I talk to a lot of people who are doing better than me. I talk to people who have had a lot of different situations than me. It's more about just being able to network with people and build and yeah. Okay. And I just want to build this this group in it of of like people who are working hard together and we all like we all help each other to be the best we can be basically okay yeah that's cold that's hard yeah, 
You got any any other questions about it? Um, Answering these questions are making me like clarify it myself in my mind. Sort okay, of thing, don't so worry. Good. <laughs> um, hmm, what else did I want to ask you? Okay, let me ask you this question. What's What's been your f- favorite conversation since you started? My favorite conversation? It's hard to say because okay. I've had, um, I think this is the 69th episode. Okay. So there's going to be, there's going to be like loads of different types of conversations. It's hard to say what the favorite one is. Okay. Um, the one that, is like in my mind now as um actually you know what? it's just it's hard to say it's because okay, it's just okay so your one is is definitely up there because it had such a reaction so that video that got four hundred and ten thousand views yeah that's the most views we've got so yeah. that's a that's a big that's a big moment it's like showed me a lot about the audience on instagram that we have mm-hmm. um and it made me think a lot about just that that's what made me start thinking about the different platforms having different audiences and that so that was a, okay. a good learning curve as well to understand um that was a great conversation i liked um the conversation i had with um, my boy uh go get a car that one that we had recently okay. and it was quite a deep one he was talking about um some issues that he's having with his family and he's talking about like he got stabbed by his ex-girlfriend and yeah, stuff like that. So it was a deep right. one, isn't it? And we and then we spoke about because similar to me, he was he both of us got kicked out really young, isn't it? So we was like, I was like fifteen, I think he was like sixteen or seventeen when yeah. he got kicked out, and like uh, we both spoke about that experience, like being homeless and all that. Um, so that was quite a deep one. Um, what other ones have there been? There's there's been loads of different ones. I had the conversation with uh, some. Some woman, she's a psychologist. She was talking about like mental health stuff, and yeah, I saw that, that was one. pretty good. Yeah, I saw that um, one. Still. Yeah, good combo. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm okay, not sure. There's okay. quite a few, quite a few that stand out. I, I spoke with a property investor. Some guy. He's got, <coughs> he's got um like his name is uh, Harvey, and his his business is called Harvey Growth Properties. He's got maybe like I don't know exactly how many, but he's got over a hundred properties and. He was um, talking about his strategy to invest in and stuff like that. That okay. was pretty good. Okay. Um, <coughs> who else have I spoken with? Um, spoken with a few different people that are doing a few different things, like people who have their businesses that they're starting up and okay. whatnot. And okay. Or running. No, I say um, my well, obviously, I, I'm not gonna act like I've seen every single mm. conversation that you've had yet, but my favorite uh, conversation that I saw you have mm. was with that guy. Um, I don't know how you pronounce the name, but it was like Apocryphy Black or something. Oh, yeah. That was a really cool conversation. Like, I like that. Like, that was very insightful conversation. Mm. You lot was going back and forth. And I feel like um, the way that you was challenging some of his ideas Mm. was really good. Like, even, even, like, it's it's the same way how you've been challenging some of my ideas as well. Mm. Like, it's good. Like, I feel like it it, it makes the conversation uh, more impactful. Because, you know, when... uh, like the like obviously it's it's I feel like it's good sometimes to just like let the person just go crazy and just like say everything that's on their mind and mm. you don't really interrupt sometimes. But like I feel like it's a lot better when you kinda you challenge the person and really make mm. them like define what they actually believe. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot better it's a lot much better conversation. So yeah. yeah that, that was, was really a good, good convo. He's talking about like schools and stuff because yeah. he works with schools and spoke about um a few other bits like um like 
relationship dynamics, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, that was a good convo as well. Cool conversation um, store. Yeah, I've and I, I had one not too long ago recently with someone called Porik. That's who I thought he was going to say when, because oh, okay. um, his name is hard to pronounce as well. Um, and he was talking about this passport bros movement. Okay, um, what's that about? Where you basically you leave this country, you go to another country to find a woman outside. Like, because okay. he doesn't, because he doesn't like the women of this country anymore. <laughs> okay. So he was talking about that. That was quite interesting. Um, so he's living in like I think Thailand now. Is it? Yeah. And nah, uh, I never heard it. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's life. called Passport Bros, isn't it? Basically, it's some <laughs> internet movement, isn't it? Where okay. basically men who live in the Western world they're tired of Western women because of I don't know like yeah, all of yeah, these yeah, new get, stuff that's going on, <laughs> and they want to go find more traditional women in okay. some other place. And he's similar to like the person I was, like when I was describing the people who want to live rural, more rurally. Okay. He's like that type of guy. So. Okay. Yeah, he just didn't want to be dealing with the city life anymore. That's interesting. So, yeah, that was another interesting convo. Um, yeah, man, there's been so many interesting convos, man. Do, do you like the variety or does the yeah. variety become a bit too much sometimes? Because I can imagine, obviously, we're different people in it. But for me, I feel like too much variety would kind of become an issue at some point because like, Inevitably, somebody's gonna come on who I like. They're gonna be talking about something that I just don't care about speaking to them mm. about. You know, so <laughs> it's like, like even the whole the way that you do your show, mm. I don't feel like I could ever do a show like this for that exact reason because, mm. like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not as interested about different people's stories. So, like, mm. how how's that for you? So I find people interesting. Okay. So I'm like, even way before I started the show, I found people interesting. Like a lot of the books I've read are all about people. And that's something that I've always, so even outside of the show, I have really long form conversations with people anyway. And it's less about agreeing with their narrative yet, or even being on board with that narrative. And it's more about understanding how this person thinks. And as you said about when I challenge ideas, yeah, it's more about I want you to clarify exactly what you're saying mm. so that I can get an opinion on it. So I can actually work out what that actually is that you're saying. Because a lot of the time when you're talking to someone, there's stuff that's under the surface that you like it might not get said in the conversation, but it's stuff that you can infer based yeah. on what was said. Yeah. yeah and yeah. yeah, so I like I like that element of communication with people. Okay. So I do like the variety. It's it's interesting. It's just um I don't know. I like to hear about loads of different things. I think every person is an expression of what life could be based on their decisions and experiences. And me being able to have a long conversation with loads of different people allows me to have more perspective of just different existences. That's that's interesting because like, like it's so mad that so much of like the things that I was speak I was literally chatting to my friend just before I came here. Yeah, mm. a lot of the things that we were speaking about have come into play in this conversation, innit? Mm. But like, like you see what we was talking about about um extroverts and introverts. Yeah, mm. I'm a very introverted person, innit? Like, uh, but it's weird. You can have different uh specifications of like um introverted extroverted or whatever like my girlfriend she's really extroverted mm. but she's a really shy which yeah. is a weird dynamic because she loves being around people she like can't not have like some type of interaction with people but she's so shy but mm. me i'm the opposite like i'm not really shy but i don't really like 
I really enjoy my alone time. Mm. But I feel like the way um, I'm really interested in people as well. Like I really like, like I find people interesting, but I feel like I can't have a conversation with like somebody I'm not interested in having a conversation with because like my social battery is just so low. Mm. So it made me really good at just people watching. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I get a lot out of just watching a person and watching them having a conversation with somebody else and just kind of like, uh, just kind of learning how to read people. Like, I feel like that skill is, like, I have a really good skill at reading people for that exact reason because mm. I can't really socialise with just anybody. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Whatever line of work you're in or whatever business you're in, people is like a core factor of it it's like you have to even if it's something that you don't even have like anyone that you're working with specifically you still need customers audience so you need to understand people yeah and um yeah so i think it's a good um it's definitely a good skill to develop they say in in engineering they say the sometimes the most successful engineers or most of the time the most successful engineers are not the most technically skilled. They're just the ones that are best at mobilizing people or talking okay. to people or encouraging them or whatever it is. It's, and it's because you can be really good. There are a lot of really, really intelligent engineers, but they're like socially awkward or something and people don't really get along with them and they they don't really talk about what they're doing or anything like that. And then you have other ones that are not as good as them, but this person will just break down what they're doing. They'll explain to you what they're doing and you just like having them. So you would want to call them back to do some more work, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And um, yeah, so there's, and that's the same in loads of other fields. Yeah. It's just, it's all about people skills. I think that's one of the core uh, principles. There's, um, I have like a value hierarchy and you might've heard this before cause it's, I'm not the person who invented it, but it's something that resonates with me. Um, the first um the first valuable resource that we have is time the second or the first most valuable is time the second is human resource and the third is money so you should never sacrifice your time and like never sacrifice your time in in this entirety or your people skills or your or your human resource in, in in this entirety for money Money is very important. It is third on the list, but you should do it. You should get money with time and human resource accounted for. Because if if you lose both of those, then it doesn't matter that you have money. It don't matter. Mm. It don't matter. And like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'll put money so high on my list mm. only because. What would be third? Would you put the first two? Yeah, I'll put the first two. But by human resource, like, like, can we define what that is? People say just, just okay. People, people. in general, yeah. Uh, because I feel, to me, I feel like passion is a lot more valuable than money. To me, I can't. I don't know what passion is. I can't define. Like, what does that mean? What do you mean by that? Um, is that like desire to do something? Yeah. But the desire to, I would say it's the desire to do something in the sense that it gives you uh, some type of, uh, it's something that you derive your self-worth from or something that you, uh, is, is, 
when, when we're talking about detachment and attachment, it's very attached to who you are as a as a as a person, and and and, and it's really incorporated into your existence, isn't it? So, like, I see a lot of people who just all they care about is money. They will do anything for money, like, but. Obviously, I can't speak from their perspective. Maybe that's just all that matters to them, and they're just happy just doing that. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's just like such a hollow existence. Mm. Like, I feel like I would I would hate to win the lottery. I would never do the lottery because I hate to win the lottery. Because I feel like once I win that, then what? <laughs> There's people who have a lot more than any lottery could give you in one in one hit. There's people who have. Like there's no lottery that gives you billions and there's billionaires. I hear that. The most that I've ever heard of people winning in a lottery is like a hundred million. There's people that. who make that in a day. So there's always more you can do with money. Um the reason why money is so important is that it's it's just in my opinion, and I've said this a few times and a lot of people disagree with it, but so I'm not sure how you're gonna feel about okay. it. But in my opinion, money is a physical representation of power. So with money, you just have more power. You can do more things. And power can be used for good or for evil. It's not that it's like the word power tends to have negative connotations. Yeah, negative, yeah, yeah. But it can be used for good. You're a powerful person if you're able to feed your whole community, if you're yeah. able to build like a whole city or something like that. But you and you can do those sorts of things with money. Because it is it is the the medium which we use to do transactions yeah if there if there was no me if it wasn't that then it, it would something else would be it. it would be gold or something but it's still the same sentiment whatever it is that is used is considered is money for purposes of this example um i i agree with that i, I think that makes sense to me but it's just uh how much value does the pursuit of power have because if it's uh like if it's just the pursuit of power that's just where it ends it's like yeah like your 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 whole existence is just to have power over other human beings do you know what i'm saying like it's not to or just over over yourself over life over the elements of society whatever it is it's not you just because you have more power than other humans it doesn't mean that you abuse that if anything you could you you could use it to help you can use it for anything good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I agree. I agree. So. And um, the reason why it's third on the list is because it's it is important for the reasons I, I said, but it's um, not as important as time because if you have all the money in the world, but you only have an hour left to live, then yes. there's, <laughs> who cares what money yeah. you have? What are you going to do in that hour? Yeah. And then, and if you have all the money in the world, and you have time, but you have no human resource. Like nobody would ever even take money from you. They don't even want your money. Like yeah. you can't spend it. Like no one likes you. Like that sort of stuff you've ruined or you have no family. You've sacrificed everyone who ever cared about you. It's like, what's the point? It, it's Human resource is much more important and you can get a lot more done with human resource than money alone. It's like if you have a whole country of people that are loyal to you, you're going to get a lot more done than if you just have tons of money yeah. and nobody's working with you. Everyone's trying to take it from you. Yes. Interesting. The concept of money is really interesting. Like, yeah, it's really interesting. Man. 
it's just, yeah. yeah just have to just see how things play out especially with this whole like cost of living crisis and stuff like that yeah uh, inflation all over the place and yeah it's crazy yeah but money is money is like like kind of like an umbrella to like if like it's it's we have money now but the what it represents will exist no matter what happens yeah, with yeah, yeah so even if the money itself gets so devalued that it doesn't exist the things that the thing that it was representing the power is still going to be there it's just what like for example there's people who have loads of money and they convert it into properties yeah they still have that same <clears throat> amount of power but it's in a hard it's asset as opposed yeah. to a liquid asset and there's there's always going to be the transfer of the, these sorts of things yeah so whatever happens happens but i feel like as long as you're rent this is one of the the controversial points that i've made on the show as well yeah that i've got a lot of negative feedback from okay. yeah <laughs> i've said um money is um a byproduct of service so as long as you're rendering a service you always have money and that that applies to whether there's inflation or not inflation whatever whatever happens as long as you're rendering a service you'll still have whatever money is like is that controversial that because people because the the natural well the way that people's where people's mind goes with it yeah is that if you have no money or if you're struggling with money then it's you're not rendering a service or it's that people say well what if you're what if you're rendering an awesome service you're doing everything good for people and you still don't have money mm. like basically it puts the onus on the person to just do more service yeah as opposed to the system should give that person more money for what they're doing yeah that's interesting like, I, f- I feel like you asked me that question last time i was mm. here and i feel like i gave an answer similar to that as well mm. but like uh i think it was the something about good and evil or something like that yeah i don't even know where i was going with that sometimes i just <laughs> well, oh, I, I think i said something like is it selfish to be poor oh okay. that was the yeah, one yeah, isn't okay, it okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah, morality yeah. mixed in with the yeah, yeah, finance yeah, yeah. but um, what I would say is how much money you have is literally like it's 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 congruent with the the value that you provide to 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 your community literally yeah. like for example like the job that I'm doing right now it doesn't pay well reason why it doesn't pay well because anybody can do it <laughs> you know what I'm saying I don't pro- I, like there's nothing I do there that's that's hard to find or like provides value that's just like they, they they need to they they feel like they need to um pay extra money for like it's just anybody can do it it's not hard so this is why it's important for people to uh figure out ways that they can uh, like uh provide more value and i feel like everybody has value that they can provide to to put them in a better situation 100% but it's just you need to find where you can where um the you need to find where you can excel at and where you can excel and provide the most value mm-hmm. with the tools that you have. So, yeah. And you need to find the people who need what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's difficult. So, um, say for example, um, content creation, yeah. you might have excellent content, but the people who would really benefit from it don't know you exist. Yeah. So you've got to now put it in front of enough people so that the people who do get value from that can hear it and then yeah now yeah, you're yeah. now you've got your cult following or whatever it is or even like uh 
like you like with content creating i feel like a lot of people are very uh enticed to do what they like to watch so let's say somebody's really funny like they're so funny but they love watching like videos of people playing the guitar so they're gonna make a video of them playing the guitar but it's like nobody cares about seeing that like you would excel so much if you just said some jokes on the camera mm. like you would do but it's just yeah it's difficult to recognize that sometimes mm. isn't it so for real Okay, so you asked me earlier about where I sit on the the side of like, do I lean more towards science or do I lean yeah. more towards religion? Where on it on the fence do you sit? Uh, uh, definitely science. I would say hundred mm. percent science. Uh, just because for me, I feel like I don't, I understand the value that religion provides, and I feel like it's it's something that's needed for for humans. Yeah. But I feel like for me personally, I just don't need that that value system to live by. And I feel like it is, it's, it, yeah. It, like even one of my um, boys, he converted to Islam, but his primary motivation is that he needed a rule book to follow. He needed like a set of rules that to, to just guide him in life. Like mm-hmm. he just felt like he needed that. And obviously once he got more into, into it, like the spiritual stuff like started to resonate with him more mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh yeah, me, I just feel like I don't need that. And I don't really uh, align with a lot of the spiritual beliefs either. So uh, the only religion that I say that really resonates with me is like Buddhism. Like I feel mm. like a lot of their teaching really resonates with like me. And I feel like uh, like uh, just reading stories about the Buddha, like it kind of, like I feel like I mirror the journey in a way. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm sure a lot of people do. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I feel like science is just, um, as you said, like there's uh it's not the concrete the concrete uh answer to everything like it's not like it there there's a lot of theories there's just a lot of guessing and obviously as the science gets better a lot of the things that we believe now will be disproven mm. but uh yeah i feel like it's just the observation of the nature of reality as we know it mm. so it might not be perfect but it's just observing patterns and just trying to figure out what these patterns mean and i feel like there's uh that stuff resonates with me a lot more, I would say. Mm. So, mm. yeah. I hear you. So, are you more inclined to believe that we're just, we happen to just be here with no real significance? <laughs> we're just a bunch of atoms that have formed into a person? Uh, the same as like a table um, or molecules or whatever? I find it difficult to give like a hard answer. And I feel like I always like look at people a bit sideways when they feel like they just know that this is right. Like Mm -hmm. this is the answer. Like I don't, nobody knows. And I feel like whatever the answer is, is probably beyond the human comprehension. We probably just don't like, can't even understand it. What's even happening beyond us. So, uh, yeah, like yeah, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Like it is, it's logical. It makes sense in my brain. But it's like, nah, I feel like there's more going on than that, man. Like, mm. I can't I can't say that. Mm. I I see. See. Yeah, man. So it's been, <laughs> it's been another deep one. Yeah, for it's, real. Yeah, we went through uh, loads of different <laughs> stuff. Is there anything you want to quickly cover before we wrap it up? Uh, I feel like we literally touched on everything. Like, mm. the one thing that I had in my back pocket was kind of the... Um, was the uh, free will stuff, but we even ended mm. up touching on that as mm. well. So yeah, I feel like we literally just touched everything. For real. Yeah, that <laughs> I've been thinking about. For real. Yeah, it was a deep one. Yeah. And 
We're going to do it the same way we've done the last one. Just roll out the clips and the shorts. Yeah. And then um, the uh, full episode will drop on Sunday. Okay. okay. Yeah, it, they, they always drop on Sunday, but I think this one will be dropping the Sunday coming. This Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, okay. uh, it's quite a fast rollover. Okay. But, yeah, man, it was a pleasure, man. I appreciate well, you taking yeah, the time, Yeah, I definitely want to come back, man. So, you know I'm saying? Man. Yeah, we've been having some interesting conversations. I feel like, yeah, I definitely want to just uh, have more of these conversations mm. and just grow our, our stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, For real, man. Yeah, I think it would be awesome. I would like to have you come back as well, man. It would be a yeah, pleasure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll go over some more stuff. I'll be keeping an eye on your content as well. Also, you need to send me your reaction page, so I can oh, yeah, watch that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send that over mm. as soon as I can do it. Cool. But yeah, man, that's a wrap. Thanks to the audience for watching. And that's it. Peace out. 1p, 2p, 5p, 10p, 20p, 50p, change don't annoy me, 1 pound, 2 pound, 5 pound, 10 pound, 20 pound, 50 pound, these are my employees, yeah, I just make Elizabeth work, I just make Elizabeth work, yeah, I just make Elizabeth work, I just make Elizabeth work, 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 where my money at, let me dial up management, who's going in and who the fuck's panicking, who's May P and who the fuck lost P, if I fire man that could be costly, you know I always make the pattern run properly, I got white money and it talks cockney, I got black money and it talks pat Why the fuck would I want my money stacked up? I see money, I can't let it be statue. Never. I'm an entrepreneur in a tracksuit. When your money works hard, you don't have to. She got dank body and it's all natural. But I'm still only trying to get the P's, bitch. You got dead P, hit it with the D fridge. It's a game full of snakes and leeches. Fuck school, they ain't never gonna teach this. Fuck broke, I'd rather turn evil. When I'm hungry, you be looking like treacle. I tunnel vision on my prey like eagle. I got a pit in the whip looking regal. Just in case. I ever got a ducker man down Dealing with the penny same way I do pounds Dealing with the pounds same way I do racks Aiming for a billion, I ain't going back When I hit the club, it's return of the Mac I'm looking for a hustler, certain collab Track queen title, where you worthy of that? There's a lot of hot chicks, but I'm never that gassed I don't know love, only know about cash I know about economy, I know about tax I want to dominate, not race with the rats Look, I can't hear shit if it ain't about 1p, 2p, 5p, 10p, 20p, 50p Change don't annoy me 1 pound, 2 pound, 5 pound 10 pound, 20 pound, 50 pound, these are my employees, yeah. I just make Elizabeth work, I just make Elizabeth work, yeah. I just make Elizabeth work, I just make Elizabeth work, work, work.